not you win this thing. You've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. minutes past the hour. Welcome in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. If you're listening live, we start a brand new week together. It is just Monday and we're ready and fired up. Even though we had college football this past weekend, this is the official start and we're pumped. Uh, it is here and uh, we welcome the opportunity to look at the game schedule and what all we got ahead of us this coming week. So we got that. We know the will of meat could spin. That's on the table. Uh, we got uh, weekend recaps, which there's a lot of them, uh, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, as uh, this past weekend, looking back at it, we had RBU. That's Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. If you're just hearing about it, make sure that you search that uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and go ahead and subscribe and like it, uh, and you get notifications of when we have brand-new podcasts like this, the one this past weekend with U.S. Army veteran Eric Braun. We talked about uh, his uh, translator in Afghanistan and um, uh, the, the stories behind him meeting uh, Rocky is the nickname they gave him. Everybody's got a nickname. He had a nickname, Rocky. Uh, and how you can help uh, the family, uh, Rocky, out of Afghanistan, trying to get relocated uh, with his family, six children. Uh, and so we broke all that down. You can go back and take a look at that if you'd like to, uh, or take a listen as well. So that's that's there for you. 
right, well, let's bring them in. Let's uh, let's see who all – oh, look at there. There's Eddie Van Adler. He's got TV live in HD. And over to my right, it's Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Gentlemen, gentlemen. Y'all good? I'm, I'm just sitting here, which I love to do. I mean, I hate hurricanes come ashore. I hate that. But when they do, at least I get to watch reporters getting blown down the street. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm This guy here, he Greg. keeps getting in the camera. He keeps blowing him past the right. building. Yeah. Uh, especially in New Orleans, they get in these, they get between these buildings where, yeah. we, you know, it's just got these gusts, and they're all trying to stand up. And this guy here, he goes out and his feet start sliding. Yeah, he's sliding him down the right. road. Uh, I think I saw over a million without power. Uh, New Goodness Orleans doesn't have gracious. power. Uh, just a, I'm talking. A, they, they don't even know truly how bad it is until the yeah, sun they comes can't up. Go out and- Check it. And uh, unfortunately, still, still roaring. It, it looks like it's it's going to be an we historic hurricane for sure. Uh, and a lot of the southeast will be hit with uh, uh, remnants of Ida as it comes through. Now a tropical storm, but still packing a lot of wind. And now you got all these spinoff tornadoes and everything else. So just make sure that you're paying attention to your local affiliate. Uh, as they will keep you updated on that. But I watched a lot of it, you know, uh, you know, just having family down there. You just kind of, you know, you got your eye on it uh, sure. just to see how it goes and what's going on and um, talk to some of them, just taking prepper. You know, just it, you, you got to be prepared, and then you, then you try to figure out, do I leave, do I not leave, what do I do? Oh, I uh, and it's just a tough decision, but um, we'll update, probably talk with Span. Uh, today and get an update uh, for the rest of the southeast as it comes through now Mississippi and uh, it'll clip uh, Alabama into Tennessee and then I'll see it goes all the way through the northeast yeah. so a lot of people will be impacted by this um, so how was y'all's weekend good good weekend very busy weekend I know we got a lot of updates um, Friday uh, we had um, Helmsy let us all know that he was taking Braden over to the Braves game for his 16th uh, birthday, I uh, had a couple of friends headed over for a, a dude trip, uh, and uh, you marcoed us a little bit. Looked like it. You had a blast. It man. was a good. It was a good day. It was a. It was a weekend that was full of highs and lows. But yeah. we'll stick to the highs today. We'll get to the lows at some other point. But it was um, Saturday was fantastic, and and it, the only thing that didn't work out was the Braves lost. Yeah, but they did win the series, so we're okay with that. It's not like. Because I would have been worried if we would have went Saturday, they lost, and then they lost again on Sunday. Right. But they won. They would have had, had us something there. Guys, I, first time I've been to Truist Park, it is, I love that park. I love mm-hmm. the intimate setting. I love it's, it's just it's awesome. Uh, you got the hotel behind it. It just looks really, really nice, mm-hmm. all of it. Um, the weather couldn't have I, – I felt like – you know how you, you, things are going so well – you things that during the day you think, okay, well, we'll have a flat tire on the way home. Mm-hmm. There's no way it can be a perfect day. Right. And um, it was. It was just one of those deals where picked his buddies up, we go. The travel was awesome. Ways, by the way, took me – I thought it was telling me wrong. I entered the – so we had a parking pass, and I want to mm-hmm. get to that in a minute too because I, I never parked at a ball game like I did. And it was expensive to pay for this parking pass. Mm-hmm. But, I, guys, when, y'all, when I tell y'all – Exactly what happened on that front. Mm-hmm. Could not believe it. Hmm. Uh, worth every penny. Okay. Good. Um, so I'm going through this neighborhood and, and all this, and all of a sudden, boom, there's the park. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're here. And uh, so that went well. Um, the game was good. The Braves were – even though they got beat 5 nothing. I think, it, yeah. they, they were never out of it. Like the only time – I guess when they ended the eighth inning, I was like, okay, it's over. You know, it's just yeah. a matter of getting a couple more outs here and, and it's done. Uh, 
the the uh, we had a breeze where we sat. It was no, the sun. Nice. The sun sat behind us, so uh, sun was never an issue yeah, for us. Well, and can I can I please say this? That sounds good. Well played, helps. I, it was complete luck on my part. I didn't know where the sun set <laughs> no, in Truist Park. Well, you did yeah. get lucky. I just then. bought tickets yeah. and thought they were pretty decent seats. And guys, they were awesome seats. And like I said, there was a little breeze. I bet it was probably like seventy-eight to eighty-two degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, the baseball was good. Just the whole. We got there in plenty of time to watch batting practice, and just the kids loved it. Of course, we got home at midnight. Mm. Um, but but when Hello. you're a couple hours away, uh, that's that's and it, the event ends at ten. That's that's what so happens. That's going to happen. Yep. But so I I never been there, didn't know anything about the park. So I told the kids, I said, look, I'm going to buy a park. I'm not one of these guys that likes to buy parking passes because I just I feel like, well, goodness, you can park anywhere. But I didn't know where I was at. Didn't know anything about anything. Didn't know I just didn't. So. Mm-hmm. I grab this parking pass and I put in. It gives you on the um, phone, you know, what the address is. I just enter it on Waze. Guys, I pull directly. Up. I'm not making this up, okay? I pull, and I'm almost embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by it, that I would even do something like this, okay? Mm-hmm. I pull up to the stadium. The guy stops me. We get out of the car. I hand him my key. He goes and parks it. Hmm. Wow. I had bought some kind of valet deal. I didn't even know I bought. Yeah, <laughs> tip on. Huh? Yeah. And so I don't think Dansby Swanson had a better park than I had Saturday go. night. Hey, seriously, it's walk in, walk. I bet my seats are fifty yards from my where I got out of the car. Wow. When I leave, I hand them my key. <laughs> And three minutes later, three. we're in my vehicle. That's awesome. It was the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life. So you accidentally and bought that and accidentally got good seats. And, <laughs> and, and the weather worked out. It was like, what in the world? Wow. What a great birthday. And, um, and Brain was like, we've never done this before. And I'm like, buddy, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. Like, I don't. I don't. And, and one so of the, you didn't even attempt to play it off. You were no, just like, I, I don't know like, what's happening either. Because the other two boys were like, Mr. Helms, this is awesome. Like, how did you do this? And I'm like, I don't even know. I just bought the first parking pass I found. I just, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I was almost apologizing. They were like, don't apologize, Mr. Helms. This is awesome. Could have used the Jurassic Park line. I spared no expense. Well, I mean, I really you know? didn't. And, uh, uh, didn't know I did, but that was it was fantastic. That's the whole day. Well, the boys deal. had it, and I and it was too. They didn't want to hang around with me much, which yeah. was good. Yeah. I almost felt like they felt bad for me at one point because I was enjoying yeah. just being there by myself I and hanging go, out. Go boys! Hey y'all, do whatever you need to do. Let me know if you need any money. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so, okay. They'll let you know that. <laughs> sure. Didn't know I was going to tip the valet, but yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Didn't, yeah. didn't count on that. Didn't count on that at all. Yeah, but, but hey worth it hey well i will probably never go to a braves game again without that it spoiled <laughs> me rotten that's worth the tip right it there. really was all right we'll take a break we'll be right back rick and bubba rick and bubba Two minutes past the hours, the kickoff hour, we start a brand new week together, and we thank you for being with us. On the kickoff hour, we do exactly what it says. We kick things off, and then Rick and Bubba join us for the main show, top of next hour, and we look forward to spending another week with you. 
RickandBubba.com is our website, RickandBubba.com. Spell out and for all the information about the show. The store is there for you, all the social links on the homepage there, too, where you can follow staff members as well as the show uh, and all the social media there. Uh, and upcoming events, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events has uh, in detail uh, where you can see the staff where Rick might be speaking. So that's all there at rickandbubba.com. Okay, if you just missed us, uh, we are kind of recapping this past weekend. Uh, we know Hurricane Ida is out there and going to hit a lot of the Rick and Bubba markets. Uh, make sure that you're paying attention to what's going on. And, um, uh, you know, your local affiliate will update you on exactly what's happening there. We look forward to talking to Span today. Maybe he can update us uh, as well. Uh, but that's that's happening over a million without power, uh, and it's affected. Uh, went into uh, Louisiana as a four, and uh, stayed. Mm. I, I I think it's one la- of slow at, movers. At, at, like at one point last night, it was still a two. Yeah, you know, and it like yeah, been on land all day. Oh it gosh, won't, it won't get on out of there. So um, there's an update for you coming uh, a little bit later in the show today. All right, so we uh, Helmsy took a Braden to Atlanta for the Braves game uh, for his 16th birthday. Took a couple of buddies. He was recapping that he spared no expense. He bought an orange ticket, uh, which uh, was a hundred dollars. Got him right to the stadium, valet parking. Didn't know I was doing any of I that. I mean, dad for the win. Yeah, you know, I was simply trying to find the best parking spot. Being in a new place, closest on the same side of the stadium, yeah. and that was the only option I had. Other, there were there were another couple parking spots on the other side of the stadium, right? That were, I mean, not that much cheaper. So mm-hmm. I was like, just do this, be close. You got other people with you. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that this is, you know, this goes smooth. Um, do want to thank the the teenagers that were sitting in front of us. Um, that were vaping all night. That was interesting oh, to really? sit there and watch. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, that's How about nice. a giant cloud that's in the face? Nice. I think they went to Columbus High School um, in that's, Georgia. What a bip. One of them's evidently on the Columbus uh, swimming team. He had a T-shirt on. Um, but I just, I almost, I wanted started to have, I wanted to have a conversation with them and go, what is that? What is actually going on? Like, what is the end game here? What it? What? Why do you continue to have to take this mm-hmm. device out of your pocket Child, that man. when you breathe in it? And, and the it, cloud it lights comes up. Off. I know uh-huh. they had this thing, and I didn't know what it. I didn't know yeah. what it was. Um, but they couldn't have been fifteen, sixteen. They were Braden's age. You I mean, can't I, just watch you know, a ball game. That, you know, exactly. If you want to get up and go hit the whatever, and then uh, <laughs> there was, the, you know, there was I mean, probably the whatever. There were four yeah. or five of them, and they I don't just, know the you know, terms. <laughs> it, it was all night. It was just like they yeah. couldn't watch an inning without vaping. I Good mean, it was night. unreal. Um, and then here's the other thing, and look, I don't care how we play this, okay? I'm good with whatever we want to do it, okay? okay? Um, I, I've never understood that argument about <clears throat> COVID and, and games, ball games. Well, it's okay, it's outside. <laughs> that, I, I, you know, you hear that argument, and you go, okay, but you're still close. You're still touching the same things. You're still around the same. You're, there's no mass, those type of things. And so – I mean, we had 40,000 strong in the stadium the other night, mm-hmm. and I didn't see probably a, but a couple of masks, and it was usually the elderly that were wearing those, just like you would yeah. think. But, I mean, I'm talking people didn't – it It looked like we were in 2019. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looked as if nothing was going on. Try going to a high school a, game, football and game. So, <laughs> and I'm good with that. I, I don't hear me – I'm good. I'm perfectly fine with that. I'll go back. I was never uncomfortable. I never once really even thought about it other than the fact that you go to church the next day 
and people are spread out all over the place and indoors. And you're thinking, but here we're just, to me, I was more susceptible outside than being inside because we were stacked on each other, just walking the halls, walking the aisles, walking the condiment stations with the food. It just seemed as if nobody cared that there was a pandemic. And hey, I'm good with that if that's the way y'all want to play it. But you, we can't put all these stipulations on everybody as far as going to work and these type things without getting certain things and demanding, you know, and then and then just allow this. This it was crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Hey, it was loud in there too. Mm-hmm. It was loud. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun to have that back. Yeah. Braves took two of three from the Giants, lost that one, but that's okay. Yeah. Came back, uh, won yesterday. Maybe that's all right. That's all okay. Right. You're good. All you're right. good, bud. That was the only loss you had. Uh, you know, it was a pretty well, big one you if you're a Braves fan. Continue to bring uh, that up. But, I mean, as far as everything else, it was win, win, it win, was. win, win. It was. Uh, I don't know how many points you gave that, but it sounds like you won, like, you know, 21 to 7 maybe if it was a game. Yeah. Because you yeah. had a lot of wins, you know. Yeah. Uh, at what point did uh, – did the day jump on your shoulders uh, on the way home? Did you was it halfway home or was it was the car active? Was there um, about <laughs> about Aniston? Oh, okay, yeah. you made it there. Yeah, yeah. all right, that's um, okay. And and that's about halfway for those of you yeah. around the country. Listen, you Aniston. got it whooped at that point. I made that drive twice a day. And yeah. Then, yeah. then when I got to Moody, it, my mood changed again. I was oh. like, okay, I'm close. I'm getting there. Okay, I'm close. Good, like, good. You get that second win. <laughs> um, I would like to. Give a shout out to the Alabama State Troopers. Not that I got a ticket. Oh, okay. okay. But they were doing some kind of, I don't know what was going on, but <laughs> from from about, um, gosh, what's right past Talladega? Pale City. Um, in that area, mm-hmm. they had about a six Riverside. mile. Riverside. Yeah. They had about a six mile Lincoln. stretch. Mm-hmm. Where they had somebody on the overpass gunning oh, people. Oh, sure they did. And oh, then and they, here they And go. then they had yeah. probably uh-huh. eight to ten uh, I think every state trooper was in uh, that area. Uh, I was going about seventy-eight. And, okay, yeah, but, that's where I usually hang. But seventy-eight to eighty, and but they didn't. And I stay over in the middle to, to the right yeah. lane, and so yeah. they they didn't get me. But I usually uh, get about seventy-eight and longer yeah. down. But uh, here's the, here's what I will tell them: if they're trying to say that ever say that they don't have a quota to meet. Probably don't need to do that in the last few days of the month. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I've seen them, yeah. They, they got the guy with the gun. <laughs> others are lying. Hey, lots of people got tickets. That's Greg and Helmsy, not me. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. So, um, we've kind of recapped some of the weekends. <clears throat> Helmsy, uh, Going over to Atlanta with uh, Braden and the Braves game and uh, the back and forth and uh, all the – I'm glad you had a, a good well, uh, guy the, weekend. Yeah, for, I, and I'll just say this, and I'll leave it alone because I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> we, when you think things are, are just perfect, uh, things will go wrong on you too. Oh, so of course. We had some, You're talking about we, life? Yeah, so we had, um, we had some uh, things go on yesterday that not ready to talk about at this point, um, but – it wasn't all gravy this weekend. It was uh, 
there were some things that happened uh, with our with our dog that we'll discuss at, at some point later on. But that goes back to the, the T-shirt we have. You think you could have something? Yeah, yeah. you thought you could have yeah. you a, a good weekend. I know, I know. Um, so so uh, speaking of dogs, yeah, uh, Greg sends us a Marco Polo, which I got to be honest with you, surprised me. Really surprised me. Could not believe that he had sent a Marco Polo. I, I thought I was seeing things. Yeah. You know, I'm like, if, I see them, if I see them, I'll answer. Yeah. Just, when I, I don't saw look at it, I fully expected it to be you. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, and I, I did. I yeah, did. I just don't I was, look at my phone a lot on the weekend, buddy, but if I do and I see one, and plus my Marco's not on my front anyway, mm-hmm. I have to scroll. That's good, buddy. Don't use his That's excuse. Fine. That's his excuse you know, when he what, doesn't okay. check well, it. No, no, I moved mine to the front. If you notice, I'm a little bit more You are. You're active, and I like it. Because that is that is something. It was hiding from me. I just like. Do you want us to move it for you to the front, Greg? No. No, not at all. Um, but you said, I mean, Mr. Buddy, your dog, uh, what a hand, your outside dog. It has been he's a like big a wild animal. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it just it's, well, it's well trained too. Isn't yeah, it? oh yeah. yeah, he's really, really well trained. <laughs> if, if, if being well trained means biting people's tires when they pull up, I guess he is. Right. Yeah, jumping on whatever. He did it again you... the other day. If I, what's funny, if, if somebody is parked at my house that doesn't live there, yeah. He gets mad when they first come up, but then he gets over it. But let's say I show up, come down the driveway, and he sees me coming. He'll run to that car and start biting his tire. <laughs> and unfortunately, he does it to other dogs, which is why he's had more stitches and staples than anybody. So Lisa texts me Friday and said, when I left this morning, buddy, like he was bleeding. I said, great. Does he think at one point he's going to get one of those tires? Like, I don't know. I'm what is the end I think game? I, I think and why the tire? I think he's Hello. showing off for daddy. He is. Yeah. But what I'm yeah. saying is, I don't. I'm like <laughs> you. What does he think he's going? After about twenty, you'd think, you know what? I'm going to go for something else. And this yeah. has been going on for years, I right? And, uh, right. I mean, there's so, so many stories with and you him. Know, and every time he's hurt, it's it's horrible. It's devastating. But right. I mean, he don't act like it. He's walking around like no big deal. And so I get home and I said, well, let me check him out. Maybe it's not bad. How do you tell him to come in? You holler to, at him? And then when he knows when I'm trying to mess with him, because mm-hmm. he'll go get up under my truck, and I can't get him. And mm-hmm. I get mad and have to holler at him. But you got, you got to tempt him with food. Oh, snacks. really? Yeah. Like a weenie or something? Yeah, he loves that. Uh-huh. And, uh, anyway, so that's why I'm, I get his medicine to him, because he's always on some kind of antibiotic from being <laughs> chewed up. Okay. So, again, here he comes, and I look, and there it is. And he's ripped open right there where his front leg connects to his chest. And you can see the muscle. In oh, there. I mean, he, mm. he gets deep ones. Mm. And then a hit, huge no, puncture man. wound on the other side. So here I go to the vet, gosh. And they said, look, he's going to drop him off and come back and get him late in the next day. Do y'all have like a special room or something that y'all I constantly should. go in? I, I, I know. Do you say, hey, this is. You have a parking spot? When you <laughs> hey, this up. is Greg. So this was uh, actually. <laughs> Buddy's chewed up again. One of the girls that was working, had, <laughs> I guess, had never been there when he came in. She goes, is this his. First time with us. I said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, man. No, go no, pull his card. You'll see. <laughs> do you say But do you say, Buddy Burgess? No. Uh, just Bud. <laughs> Most people have cards. He has a filing cabinet. Yeah, he's got a whole file. So he, he, he don't like a leash, obviously, but i got to right. put it on him or he'll try to run off because he, when he sees the vet, he'll be trying to wash, walk on the leash, but the minute we get out, he just locks down. Locks down. So you have to pick him up, mm-hmm. and he's a little bigger than I want him to be carrying him. Right. Now, is so, the blood gushing out, or is no, it uh, okay? No, it's just you can Clotting see up a little bit. It's just no, it's just open, just an open wound, and Ugh. you can see the the muscles and all that. And I mean, Golly. it's deep. And he's done. To, you know, he got his head one time. Oh yeah, you can see yeah. the skull. But yeah. anyway, I mean, he's been. I can't think how many times he's been stapled or stitched. <laughs> So I leave anyway. She's trying to take him to the back. We take him from here. Well, he's locked down. Oh no! I said, "Y'all want me to help?" She goes, "Would you?" I said, "Yes." Yeah. So I just pick him up, go back there and throw him in one of them cages they got. You know, 
<laughs> See you tomorrow. Okay. So I go to get him, and uh, the next day I call. They say, yeah, he's he's good. Come get him. Well, I th- the girl said, I'll go back and get him. I said, well, if he has any trouble getting him to walk, then I- just let me know. I'll come help. Well, he knew he was leaving. He comes sprinting, dragging her down the hall. <laughs> okay. She goes, I think he's ready to go. <laughs> I said, yeah. He's that. <laughs> so I get him outside, and he he's like just going nuts. And I was like, calm down. He So when he don't want you to mess with him, he, he tried to go under a truck that was parked outside. Tried to get under there, and that's when you. Know, and I'm like, I had that last time just yanking him, so I had to pick him up again. How you talking to him? Oh, I'm not happy. What, what do you like? I'm buddy. What are you saying? Damn it! Uh, oh, oh, yeah. you are. Okay. Yeah. When he was trying to go under that truck, I mean, that's what I was saying. Okay. Uh, Watch what you asked for. And, uh, so I get him in the truck, and now he gets in the back seat, right. and he's in the floorboard, and he's laying. And all of a sudden, while I'm driving down the road, I was not here. He's rolled the window down he's and he's rolled it down out the window. <laughs> and I thought well, he's fixing to jump. So I had to roll the window up on him and lock him out. Cause y'all remember years ago, my dog, baby girl locked me out of the car. At yeah. The yeah. I'd I put her in that. there and the key was in the console right. and she hit the button and I had to call the police. <laughs> right. So, but these things, but yeah, I thought, and then you went, <laughs> yeah. So I get him home finally. And then I got to get all the hair out of my, vehicle and did they give him stitches or staples him staples what? and that's they're gone there's like two <laughs> already left. yes there's like two left and they're holding kinda i'm just gonna see if they'll you hold you're gonna take him back I, i'm trying to avoid that i'm looking just to see if them two will hold it close enough so that's it's all, gonna so, be a scar but i don't care about that and i mean everything they've done has come off what the, i mean they had probably about five or six staples and there's two left because he's so rambunctious, yeah, they just come it's out. It's not that he can't reach them. You yeah. know, when they put that cone on them, yeah. Which I don't know what he would do with that. But he can't reach them to lick them or mess with them. But where they're at, he runs. Yeah. You know, he runs and he goes through the woods. And and she, this is what she told me. She goes, "Yeah, now bring him back in ten days. Now he don't need to get it wet." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> well, there's a ditch in front of the house, and when we have rain, it fills up. And you know what he does? He gets in it. Loves the water. <laughs> so I look. He was already in it. I'm just gonna give him all of his medicine. Hope he don't get infected. Because right. he's done, he's got two staples left. That's it, and he's been jumping in the water. So you're gonna have to go back. Nah, I think he's taking he it. If if he he can handle, but see it. if it'll go ahead and it's gonna be a bad scar. But so what? He's got a lot of those. But I, if them two staples will hang it, and I give him all of his antibiotics, he's got yeah. a bunch of medicine. He should be all right. Greg, I had taken back, and I'm dreading. You that. are. You're gonna have to take him back. Well, he it's knows. An it's like he knows. It's an ordeal when you get him in the truck. He don't yeah. like it. <laughs> How much for the vet to make a house call? Do they do that there? I don't know. I'm asking. Huh? You know, they yeah, come well, work on people's cows. And that's stuff. what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, if, if you're out here, say, uh, look, if you're working on, on somebody else's cows <laughs> while you're out here. So. Yeah, they got little shows about that. Vets that make house calls. Maybe they just swing on by yeah. and staple up, buddy. And Well, I don't know. I'll check him. I keep checking his, if them two still hang in there. I guess I'll go with that. But maybe. Mm. But I, I'm going to go ahead and say this 10 days from now, I'm not going to have to take him back because they're going to be completely yeah, out by yeah, then. Yeah. Now, for those of you that would think, you know, you know, Buddy is not a leash dog. It's Buddy is not a fence dog. Buddy's not an underground a, fence a dog. Free range. Not a house he's a, dog. He's a free ranging. Think of farmland and just neighbors, and they just all run around, and and that's it, how he gets in the fight. And we got have you figured out who? Have you figured out who he who he gets in the fight with all the time? time. So it wasn't a coyote. It was least, another dog. Yeah, well, at least I saw the dog when she left. He's from across the road somewhere. She mm. said he, he was like chasing her, charging her car. <laughs> but uh oh. But again, he you know. Uh, he'll he'll be all right. He just what are you gonna do? You know, I, 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 I can't put him up. He just roams. That's what he does. Right. I mean, he'd be miserable if you put him up. I'm gonna put him up for ten days so he don't get in the water. 
That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Who would do that? He's huh? got to get him, and, and Marty comes over, and Marty runs with him. Marty's not violent like Buddy though. Mm-hmm. Marty doesn't. Marty, much, Marty, does he stay out of it? Yeah, he he's a little more wise. He yeah. seems to be. And uh, what but, do you what do you think caused it? What do you think caused the fight? I have no fight? idea. Just cause you think the, the dog, dog, you think the dog came, came over in. onto your property? You think? Yeah, but Buddy was probably at the end of the drive. Because I've never seen that dog at my house. He's never come that far. Up. Uh-huh. Buddy probably was over. He gets out in the road sometimes when I leave in the mornings, mm-hmm. and they. Well, he's got to chase the truck, and then every you know, there's other free range dogs. And they all decide to show up too. It's it's <laughs> it's like Thunderdome out there. <laughs> it's pretty good. But Buddy, five to six staples, two left. Yeah, and, and it, it, can you start to see? Is the wound back open a all little the way? bit? Not not like it was. Greg, you probably need to go get it. I don't want to fool with that again. I'm going to keep an eye on it. So he's on Are you, though? Maybe they should have stitched it. What, so you don't think they put stitches underneath no. the skin and then no, staple no. the top? No, maybe? he's Staple City. <laughs> I've seen this before. I had to take him back last time he had staples and let him put him back in. I, I, on the, was it on the – No, this one was on his backside. <laughs> the one in his head was stitches. They stitched that. I, you talking about where you can see his cranium? Because yeah, two days in a row he got bit in the same spot. Mm-hmm. That and, was uh, great. That it was, was deep. Tough. It was deep the first day, and I thought, well, let's see how that works. Yeah. And then he got in a fight again. But we got him neutered, and he hadn't been chewed up since then until now because hmm. he's not out chasing. Well, what you said females. they were the dogs would do to each other. It's like yeah. a bunch of kids out there. Yeah, yeah. he'll run yeah. up and yeah. urinate on them. It's like it, <laughs> it's <laughs> like when you're not gonna come in my yard without me peeing on you. <laughs> right. So he'll like, he'll, he'll, he'll hike up a leg on another dog. Yeah. <laughs> he don't like you coming in his yard. He, well, don't that's do, he don't do Marty that way. They're friends. Yeah. Well, they're my friends. They are. They, right. they get along really good. We. But love I guarantee you, that's what happened. Yeah. That other dog came on over and hit onto his yeah. property. Yeah. And dogs, I don't know, dogs, humans, anybody don't like that at all. They don't like anybody doing that to You think it was because your neighbor dog didn't have a mask on? It may have been. Yeah, but that, maybe that was it. here's the thing, though. Like, I've seen him gimped maybe up. Maybe he wasn't vaccinated. Could have been. I, I've seen him gimped up when he's hurt and, he, you know, he don't get around. You think, ooh, he's in pain. Mm-hmm. Y'all, he's running around with this hole in him like he, like he doesn't even have anything wrong with him. It has to hurt. Mm-hmm. They actually gave me something for pain and information. I said, I'm not giving him that. He, he don't need it. Well, he he's just jumping. He, he acts like he ain't even got nothing on him. Now I've seen him that time. They got his head real good and got his leg. He laid up in the garage for a while on that. But yeah. this one here, he ain't he ain't checked up yet. So if he was showing off his scars to the other dogs, he'd have them all over. Oh, he started his head and go all everywhere. <laughs> a lot of times in the chest. He must get. They must bite him there. Maybe you need to work with him on letting letting the dog get up. But on again, his- he had done good since he'd been neutered. This is the first incident. Since it's neutering, so it's last time I you took you. You think he'll urinate up. on another dog again? Yeah, last time uh, that I took him, I told him, I said, "Well, y'all got him. Go ahead and cut him off there." Yeah, and they did. And that's he's, he don't chase women anymore, but he still likes to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick uh, we got eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. This portion of the show brought to you by LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Uh, if um, 
You have a small business, maybe you're an owner, uh, you're a manager, you're looking to hire the right person uh, to grow your company, uh, to manage your company. It's tough finding those uh, employees, believe me, right now. We're hearing a lot of stories about finding good employees and how hard it is. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates uh, candidates uh, for your business or whatever you need, the job that's open, uh, and it's for free. Yeah, right now, for free, you can uh, put your first job posting uh, on LinkedIn.com and see if that can't find you the right person for the role that you need to fill at your business. Uh, go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba right now and post your job for free. And as a listener and viewer of this show, again, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, post the job for free. Your first job uh, posting is free at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, uh, last night... Uh, JC comes to me, uh, he's my middle one and says, uh, Hey man, this Jake Paul fight's supposed to be a good one. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, man, if Jake Paul wins, that's going to be crazy. Uh, let me ask you this. So they're, the, their brothers, is this the same one that keeps fighting or they are the brothers roped because they fight pretty quick between fights. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know Adler might, but Jake Paul, uh, was fighting, um, Tyrone Woodley, uh, and, and, Beat him, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, it was a, it was a split yeah. decision, and he ended up winning, uh, which kept him kept him going for the first time in in Jake Paul's short career. He didn't end the fight with a knockout, but yet he won in a split decision. And uh, JC was even going dead if he wins this. That's that's insane uh, because you know Woodley. I mean, he's a straight up guy, right? I mean, he is he reti- is he retired? Is he still going? Woodley come back for this? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, Woodley came into the fight having lost four consecutive USC fights. That's what it is. The, he's a former uh, welterweight uh, champion and entered his first boxing match and held his own for the first time in the ring. Uh, so it's a little different than what he's used to. But uh, are you surprised that Jake Paul won at all, Adler? Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't. I didn't buy it. I didn't watch it. I've kind of just been catching up on on Twitter here yeah. uh, this morning and stuff. Um, you know, it's it is it is nice to see finally one of his fights seem like a legit fight. I'm talking right. about talking about the Paul brothers here. Yeah, uh, bef- those the the earlier fights that they've done seem kind of set up or just between YouTubers uh-huh. or whatever. Right. The last fight was Logan Paul versus Mayweather, and everybody's saying Mayweather just went easy on him. Just it was yeah. just it was a wrestling. Yeah, match, I remember that. Right? They were yeah. saying, look, yeah. he could have. Yeah. And so, yeah, these brothers are creating tons of hype for for uh, boxing and and who's the better? They're the new boxing stars. They're the new yeah. stars is of that, the sport of boxing. Is that not crazy? It's, it's to hear? crazy. Yeah, you got <laughs> Canelo, who's like an actual legit boxer, and then the Paul brothers. And, it, uh, and, and, then, and, then and like Fury I say, too. are Fury they too. flopping? Is it the same one fighting? So Logan and, and they both fight. Both brothers okay. fight. Yeah, but Logan, and which one's better? Do you think Logan Paul fought Mayweather they and fight each Jake other. Jake Paul? They do need. They, that's, that, that, coming. That's, that's coming. That's coming. But that's oh yeah, coming. yeah, the feud is coming. Yeah. That is just it. wait yeah. to what this money is, they get thrown at. Yeah, the the money, buddy. They mm-hmm. they are making some money doing this too. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I guess after that last fight, you'd have to say the younger one, Jake Paul, last night who fought Tyron Woodley. Is the better boxer? He went the distance with him. Yeah. Uh, some people are saying that Tyron was kind of uh, going easy on a Disney Channel actor that was very <laughs> tired. Right. Uh, you know, I saw that tweet. I okay. didn't watch the fight, so I can't say. But yeah. 
Um, at least this went the distance. At least some punches were thrown, and it, it looked semi-legitimate. Now, Tyron Woodley, he's not a boxer. He's not a guy that stands in boxes. He he always had the threat of the wrestling takedown when okay. he was in the UFC, mm-hmm. and you can't do that in boxing. You okay. can't go, you can't shoot for a takedown. I so, uh, t- but Tyron Woodley had some has some crazy one punch power, and that I was hoping that would happen. Uh, just to kind of shut these Paul brothers up a little bit. Okay, you you just said, okay, I was going to get to that. So you have been on record. I was about to say, is it fair to say that you're not a fan of the Paul brothers and the fact that they're boxing and and being legitimized as people in this sport? What what I'm more uh, concerned about here is like being a fan of MMA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want these MMA guys to represent the sport of MMA well, and you want to think that like every boxer that's in the UFC, you know, or every yeah. every fighter in the UFC can outbox anybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You, as a as a fan of of mixed martial arts, you want to see that mixed martial artists represent themselves well just in the boxing ring. So that's who I've wanted to win each time because last time uh, Ben Askren just got knocked out in like the first round by uh, by the Paul brother, and so this time around, I really did think that Tyron Tyron would would uh, would knock him out. But that one punch power doesn't translate as much when you got the heavier gloves on, right? Yeah. And you can't threaten that takedown. You can't go yeah, for you can't different. do it's leg, different sport. It's, you can't grapple. You right. can't do any of that stuff. So, well, but, that that uh, was this know. that was this past weekend, and didn't know it till till JC said something about it. I turned on the TV had had no idea Daytona was on, had no idea, yeah. and and saw some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then piled them up. for some silly reason, I knew we had football this past weekend. I turned week on zero. I t- yeah, I turned on the tube uh, Saturday, yeah, uh, and I seen Nebraska and Illinois, and did not realize Bielema was at Illinois. I didn't either. They yeah, had yeah, no I idea. Either. I had either. no idea. I but saw they, a big giant orange shirt. Yeah, look, look like Kool Aid. So Illinois beats them thirty twenty two. <laughs> we were getting ready to go to the Braves game, and I just flipped it over to uh, ESPN, and College Game Day was on. Yes. And yes. so I, I was like, goodness gracious. Well, then they were picking games like Ohio State and mm-hmm. Minnesota yeah. and then Michigan State and Northwestern. And I thought, why are we picking these games? Yeah. They're not this weekend, but they're Thursday and Friday. Correct. And so college uh, game day doesn't roll around again until Saturday. So it, it took me a while to figure that out. But, uh, hey, we're, we're, it's here. It it's is here, here, guys. It is it's here. here. Week zero is complete, right. and week one begins – Wednesday. Yep. And to kick it off, we'll have Lou Holtz with us on Friday. So how about that? We are ready to go. Jacksonville State, UAB play uh, in uh, Montgomery Wednesday. Yeah. So uh, it's a busy, busy week, and we'll get it going uh, and look uh, look forward to it, man. That's, that's, it's out there. But it, it just, I don't know, it just felt weird because I had no idea that college football was going to be on, and then I, I turned on the tube, and there's Nebraska and Illinois. That was crazy. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 150,000 miles. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Six minutes past the hour. <laughs> Wake six minutes past the hour. How are you? A brand new hour begins right now. We start it with a national anthem. can you see by the dawn's early light?
What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still change past the hour rick and bubba's show as we are prepared to go forward and we look forward to catching up with you much has happened since the last time we were together you can say that at any time so we'll recap the weekend we'll talk about updates of the stories that were out there another edition of rick and bubba university podcast dropped over the weekend if you haven't grabbed that yet speedy the real greg burgess helmsy Eddie Van Adler, the gang, is all here uh, as uh, we move forward. Let's bring him in. Uh, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eater is man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And the master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How are you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Wow, a lot of you yep. dealing with hurricane this morning. Yep, yep. Hey, hope you got a generator. Hey, hey, hey. I saw a black man with a bottle and a sparkle in his hand. He was holding a tent revival and running a firework stand. They said the end of the world is coming, but you better get on your knees. Today, bottle rockets two for one, but salvation's free. Everybody, let's go. He said I quit my job at the big church where the milk and the money flowed. Two silk cherry bombs for Jesus and a tent beside the road. 
Ah. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll try to get with Span and get an update. I'm not sure we're going to know much other than. Eh. Uh, well, it's 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 bad in Louisiana and parts of Mississippi. Uh, still, a lot of spinoff uh, storms coming from that. Uh, millions without power right now. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a lot just coming up in that part of the world. So uh, we'll know more in the next couple of hours. But it's 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 going to be bad. We know of one death so far, which I think is amazing. That's mm-hmm. only been one. Uh, but uh, the damage is going to be very widespread. I saw where one of the mayors in Louisiana, and I can't remember which city it was, said that the levees there did not hold. So uh, this may be similar to Katrina-type damage. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, it's going to be ugly. It's it's awful. I've heard they've already put out a request based on what they've seen in Afghanistan. Could someone else help us other than the Biden administration? Mm. So, yeah. uh, so, yeah, we'll, uh, so we'll we'll the, 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 uh, the, the private the, sector will always do a better job. The oh, footage yeah. we were just showing on TV that Ali was showing was a the hot the roof of a hospital mm-hmm. that uh, just got blown off. There's all kinds of of footage coming out now. And you know it's even it's even magnified some of this because there's they do have a lot of patients and and folks in that area who are you know in the hospital with COVID and uh, a lot of people on ventilators you know got to have power for that to run uh, sure so it's uh, it's it's quite a mess yeah and these uh, these national uh, these natural uh, destructive forces when they hit it, it you really 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 understand that with all the things we. We, you know, we're an arrogant bunch, human <laughs> beings, and we stand there sometimes and look and go, eh, "It's a big, it's a big chasm between us and and some, and, and the power of the universe." Boy, yeah, I tell you, yeah we're we're a little bitty speck. <laughs> I mean, you know, in our in our conference, I mean, we can be pretty impressive. Yeah, but, I mean, some, we, but, yeah, but, we've but, come up with some pretty cool things. But but, but some, I think we forget that that we're, there's there's a conference we're not in. We're, I, we're not even close. No. You know, when you Could see win a game. when you see. <laughs> A hurricane like this from space, and there were several pictures from the International Space Station, which is amazing to me that it can fly over it, you know, a few hundred miles up above it, and it's just peaceful. But down on the ground, it's just such destruction. And you see how big that thing is. It's just it's just amazing. Well, the problem you have, and Spam was talking about this at the end of the week, <clears throat> is, you know, you uh, – I mean, it, it can just change so quick. I know everybody talks about hurricanes. Well, hurricanes, you can see them coming. That's true, but even like yesterday, but their intensity can change real quick. And you can think, well, I think I'm okay. It looks like it's going to come ashore about a two. And then before you know it, it, it comes ashore at a four. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, a four, I, I wouldn't count on that. I mean, I was, uh, I, I, I made some decisions based on the two. I, I, I didn't make a, yeah. I, I, didn't, I would have made different decisions on the four. And I got to, hey, I got to call. <laughs> the, the, it's the, all pretty scary. The, 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 it is, but you know what I mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. The folks that, Especially the, if you're somebody who deals with them a lot. The folks that fly through these hurricanes uh, oh, yeah. to get wind speeds and all that, it's unbelievable. And somebody that did that predicted, hey, this is going to turn into a four. And at the time, it was a one. And it was like, wow, that's, that's a pretty big prediction. Mm-hmm. And then we all go to bed, it's a two, and wake up, and it's a four. And they're like, well, he nailed that one. Yeah. Uh, and we, I think it came in between Morgan City and New Orleans and um, and was pretty dead on the forecasting as far as where it would go in at. Yeah, mo- I mean, most people are trying to get away. When you say, I'm going to take an airplane and I'm going to go through this thing and uh, get all the – Readings we need. What about I mean, the first time they did it? I tell you what, I think we can do. Yeah, I think yeah. we can fly in this. Here, here's what I'm thinking we can do. <laughs> and they came out and went, Whoo! Well, who do they choose to do it? You yeah. go first. I tell you, I tell you what your problem is, is that climb. You get up above it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so we're just going to stay above it? No, we're going through it. Through it. Got to get in that, 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 that readings.
The only way I can see is to get up above it. <laughs> and I got to get in there for a minute. Uh, wow. We'll be back. Uh, 15 minutes past the hour. We'll unpack, talk to you today when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. So when it comes to Hurricane Ida, we will certainly, if you want to talk about it beforehand, we can, but uh, we are going to be talking with Span first segment next hour. So in less than an hour, Span's going to let us know what the they, they, they know at this point. Uh, so and there and there's a lot. It, it, it's not good. We know that just from weather history uh, of the past. Uh, I do want you to uh, focus on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast from this weekend. Eric Braun, our guest. Uh, and if you uh, get an opportunity, you haven't listened to it or watched it, uh, you can help. He's helping out a one of the interpreters that helped us. That thank the Lord has made his way out of there. We were concerned that he would not. Many of the interpreters have already been killed by the Taliban, but he and his family, six children and wife, got out. Uh, it goes by the name Rocky, as far as uh, we are all concerned. Uh, and uh, there's a there's a fun care um, uh, account that is set up, uh, funcare.org, and you just um, search uh, Rocky, comma, my friend, and you'll see it there. Uh, but you can go listen to it. You'll hear us saying something different in the podcast, but Adler dropped something in that kind of corrected that because we got some information after we'd already recorded it that we needed to update. So check that out uh, from this past weekend. Willow Meets back in play, too. That could happen at any time. So uh, so we can we can spend some time. Uh, uh, you want to wait on, on the hurricane until we got Span on? Uh, because he's going to probably tell us more than, than we know. Um, well, we can uh, we can look at a little bit of it. I don't know if Adler found the uh, the footage. You know, you know Jim Cantore is yeah. going to be down there. Yeah, he's, well, he's got his. People are emailing asking us to ask because that's going to make Span so mad. He's got a batting mm-hmm. helmet on. Have you seen it? No, I, <laughs> I mean he's got like a kid's batting helmet on out and uh, you know trying to get in the wind and everything. And there's some guys run behind him on the clips, and one does a cartwheel and a yeah. good one, by the way, <laughs> while wearing a backpack. Yeah, got a backpack on and does a cartwheel and just keeps moving. <laughs> So, yeah, it's there's there's something I don't know what it I is. Know, I know it's bad. The whole yeah, thing is bad, but there's no, something is. about that is is funny to me. And I'm sorry I can't help. No, it. so here it is. Is this the guy right here? Backpack. All right, here here's backpack. All right, right 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 behind him. <laughs> No, and it keeps on going. <laughs> Look at that batting helmet. He's got out. Yeah. Okay, listen, Jim. You, yeah, you do this all the time. I know. You go out in these things all the time. You got to get a better setup than a batting helmet. At least put a logo on it or something. Can I tell you what is funny about all these things that happen, like the time, is because the reporters are trying to convince us that they have put their lives on the line. Right. And look, right. look, and look, look right here, and, and that it is just the end, that it's just the end <laughs> is, of time, and they that, don't and, and, and they don't know how anybody's going to survive. Rick, or so that's a different car. That's, a, that's the, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, one. That's yeah. a different one. Look, he's hunkered down in that wind, trying to hold on. He's, he's about to, and, and somebody's behind him without any coat on, right? Cartwheel. Right. That's what I mean. You remember that time that the person was trying to convince us that the flooding was yes, uh, they, that, pretty, they, that they were it, we would be lucky if they survived this 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 uh, cut in. 
and a guy people start walking behind them with it up to about their ankle. And, and they yeah. were in a canoe. Yeah, yeah. remember they were in a canoe <laughs> during the report, like they were floating around the city, and the people were waiting behind. Them. <laughs> well, let me just say this: so in, the time that happens, it kind of takes away the drama, doesn't it? Let's mm-hmm. say your life is in danger. That's not necessary. You don't need to. Do, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, you, it's not necessary for you to get out in it. No, it's really if you're not. if you're truly in danger. Right. Then you, there's no reason for you to be out there. Yeah, you know, be just, inside in front of a window, going, "Look at that." Greg, I yeah. hate to say this, you could just be posting the updates and let's just look at them online. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I'll, I'll be honest. I get. I told him this morning. I was already looking at clips. I, I actually love to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess oh, yeah. if you're the Weather Channel, look, that's kind of what. Help it, look, help it, that's kind of that. what you do. But I, I really think that there's a cooler thing, <laughs> I, and I even know why they're doing the helmet thing because look there's pieces it. of the of the roof well, falling off. But look at this guy. But but I think we can do something better than a. Uh, batting helmet, and, and you know, surely kind of we can. safety glasses. <laughs> on. Yeah, something. Well, <laughs> you know? it also put looks... a logo on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love yeah, that. like a yeah, straight up batting helmet. It also it also, it also looks silly when people oh, other people are gosh. walking around and they don't and look, they're not they, they look like they're getting through this with really no problem. Yeah, and and they he even brought that up. He's like, people are kind of coming out and then taking pictures and going back in and all this kind of stuff. And then of course they started having fun behind look, it. Look, everybody's look. walking in front yeah. like it's not even. Did y'all see the? Well, the last one that came in, no, it wasn't a major, but the the footage. Did we not talk about that guy that it, it blew him out, and he, you can see his crack, and it was blowing <laughs> him like a tumbleweed. <laughs> That's good. That's it was good. last week. <laughs> sure. The uh, no shirt off the back. Well, you know, it, it's like for instance, like you talked about, Greg. <clears throat> the footage I've already seen when someone's looking at a building like a hospital, and and the roof just begins to to come off. Just almost like mm. a giant hand is just peeling, using, it. You, peeling yeah. it off. See, I get the idea of the strength of the storm. Yeah. I really don't need a human being to go stand in it with a bat helmet on, let it blow up against <laughs> it. And look, the guys right behind me. Yeah, look. I, look, a lot of those guys have the same kind of shirt on. Is that is that the the crew that's got that truck I, I and they're hunkered down in there? My favorite huh? is, is Jim. If just pulled his shirt it, off, it'd have been. Perfect. But see, Jim wants us to think that he can barely stand up in this wind. Well, he's yeah. got that dumpster this time. Right, right, right. And this guy's over by a utility truck. and He's just standing there looking around like. like <laughs> watch how Jim will even stagger well, back. Like, like, right, watch Jim stagger back like it's really got him. And this guy's just standing there with no problem at all. Do you think he wears those parachute type pants like that so they yes. they flutter more? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it adds to the effect. No, oh, of course. But this guy behind hey. him doesn't even have a rain jacket yeah. on. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so us right there. We, it is. Hey, it is. It's bad enough. Yeah. Okay. Right. Without all the antics that go with it. Yeah. Just you know. Look. How about just, this? Just Get, shoot a picture out the window and show me stuff blowing down. Here's the street. The, That's pretty good. Let us know what's going on with the hurricane. You don't have to create. Uh, you know, some sort of dramatic. You think they're going to pass on that opportunity? No, I know, but I mean, I don't mean I like it though. No. I mean, to me, it's we're trying to create drama as opposed to just <clears> report. Of course, that's that's the entire journalistic industry now. Yeah. Oh, trying to make news. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. sure. Well, Greg, really? I'm going, no, no, I'm going further than that. Greg, well, same thing. But I'm just trying to put on the show for you. I, I, I want yeah. to be sharp. Well, I, want <laughs> yeah. to I, I want to be provocative. I want to be dramatic. I, I'm really putting on sort of a fake uh, a right, world. Right up to the guy who does a cartwheel behind me. Gosh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Remind me to tell you something to break. What's up, my song? No, another cartwheel. <laughs> He's going the other way. Yeah, that's no, a, a lot of very uh, athletic people out there. Yeah, sure. And, and apparently, uh, people that uh, that are not near as concerned about the danger, but all this is Jim is. But he's got a bat in helmet, though. So thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we can we get him something cooler? I'm with you. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, well, look, yeah, that, there's got to be something. Yeah. I understand you need a helmet on, but. Uh, 
a batting helmet? Mm. I mean, is he expecting a fastball? I yeah, mean, well, I guess that's all he can sh- find. Shouldn't he get a motorcycle helmet and maybe put a logo on it? Something I'll tell you, that would look a little cool. I'll tell you, the number three batter for the Little League team's missing one. Yeah, sure yeah, is. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's somebody going. To, they <laughs> we somebody went runner. to the plate this weekend, going, "Hey, where's my helmet?" At? All right. So, um, <laughs> what what was the Saturday Night Live? The Coneheads. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So one of the because that uh, he wasn't the only Weather Channel reporter that had these this helmet on. There's a couple of them, mm-hmm. and one guy even said. I'm getting called out on social media because of my helmet because he had his Weather Channel jacket. He had the hoodie on over the helmet, so he looked like oh, a conehead. Okay. And he said, yeah. but we got debris fly- flying all over the place, so I've got to wear it. Anyway, he tried to, to justify it, which I understand well, if that's you your job. This is one of the recommendations you're doing. that James Spano gave Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I understand. I see why he's wearing it. And I get it. it. You are the it's Weather Channel. This is, is kind of what you do. I get that. But we got to find something that looks a little bit better. Something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't if, know what it if is. You're, if you're a dad, you grab a batting helmet your kids got. Yeah. I mean, you're. this is what you do. Can't we beat that? Yeah, they ought to have something specially made for them that looks yeah. maybe what not. What is it, though? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know I, I don't either. I don't that's what I'm asking. Here's an idea. Why are you out there at all? If it's that dangerous. Yeah, that's the ultimate. Point. Yeah, if it's that dangerous, give yeah. us a camera shot. Stay inside. Absolutely. Uh, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. SimplySafeBubba.com. Now more than ever, uh, it's uh, the desire to... uh, Feel like you have um, security and you're safe. Um, if you get this Simply Safe uh, Bubba system, go to simplysafebubba.com. That URL is going to get you 20% off. It's also going to get you your first month of the interactive monitoring for uh, for free. Uh, and they do monitor you 24 seven, seven days a week for about $15 a month. So there's always someone there for you uh, if you do have a medical emergency, a fire, a uh, break in, uh, or you just need help. Somebody is always there. SimplySafeBubba.com is a system that you can set up yourself, which means uh, you don't have any installation costs. You're not sitting around, uh, you know, trying to take off work or, hey, can we, hey, somebody's got to stay at the house tomorrow. Installation crew is coming. What window did they give us? Sometime between eight and six. Uh, you know, I mean, you, 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 this way you get it, you put it together, you can customize it, set it up the way that you want. So simplysafebubba.com also comes with a 60-day risk-free trial. Uh, there's no long-term contract. There's no hidden fees. There's no installation cost. Simplysafebubba.com. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com. You can find that uh, right there under the uh, the sponsors button. Four, three, two, Exploration update. Yeah, amongst all this bad news today, some good news. SpaceX had their 23rd successful restocking mission launched this morning, uh, headed to the International Space Station. So all that came off without a hitch this morning, and I think we have audio video here. All right, so what is this? What what are they doing? Refueling the, uh, resupplying the International Space Station. Okay, okay. Five, four, three, two, one. 
zero. Ignition and liftoff. Cargo Dragon takes flight, continuing a busy year of deliveries to a crew of seven aboard the International Space Station. This is a little different way waiting on somebody to go to the grocery store, isn't it? It is. Well, that's, that's pretty. It is. When you see it in person, too, it just TV does not do it justice. I hope we get to go see a few more launches in the next few years. They, everybody and their brothers getting back in the space deal now, so that's. Good. I was about to say that's, that's a good time for a space enthusiast. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah. So which one is this bunch? That's SpaceX. So who? Are Elon they? Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Now, what's the three? There's three of them, right? Uh, yeah, Vir- uh, Virgin Galactic, and uh, and then. Uh, Blue, blue yeah, Blue Origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Bezos' bunch. And then there's there's several <laughs> other uh, smaller groups uh, that are trying to do. And Adler, I didn't tell you this, but they they tried to launch uh, a rocket this this uh, weekend from Alaska, and it went it <laughs> it went sideways on them, Rick. So I don't know if you saw Who that or not. It? Was that Musk? They put they put a meme out, and one of them said Space Y and SpaceX. They had the video side by side going in different directions. So mm. no, it's not much. It's uh, <laughs> it, it's another group that's trying to get into the contract. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, my kids love <laughs> that. <laughs> it's solid every time. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just didn't much. know if it was. <laughs> I just need that pop. Don't you kind of wish you had that pop on? You could talk like that at yeah, any time. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'd yeah. wear it out. <laughs> well, yeah. We, we actually yeah, had one in one of the bands, Greg, and I was in it, and it was it, it got to be we were so abusing it, we just got rid of it. Yeah. yeah. That's and all we did. It's like it's not supposed to be in every, every single song. There's, there's no need for it in every single song. <laughs> you have to dis- Here, Here's the really one, Rick, fit. this week. Yeah, watch this. See if it's got like something in my backyard. What bunch is this? Yeah. Like we got it on the cove or something. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Watch when it takes off. It's going to go to the right. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hold on now. Easy. Oh, they had no. one of their main engines shut down uh, right when it was supposed to take off. Good so it, yeah. did, it did eventually go up after it went sideways. Maybe not everybody needs to get it. It's like Old Town right. Helena. We just did something. <laughs> it's like a science and, project high school. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you what's funny? Right? And that was launched at Kodiak Island, Alaska. Well, Greg, let me tell you that what sounds like a scary place. <laughs> yeah. I'm Greg. on an island called Kodiak Island. What? I like that's a wrench. But imagine that, is that not the ultimate? Can't you have nothing? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, somebody getting your order wrong. All yeah. just like, I, I, man, let's see. This look, God Almighty. Yeah, <laughs> all that money, <laughs> all that, Greg. There you go. Hey, look. And don't you don't you love first person? Hey, I look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got a little work to they do. seem they like finally, a tiny little thing too. They, they finally got it up to that, I think that, about like, fifty thousand feet. And then it came back down. They had to blow it up. You can so. buy that rocket at Crazy Joe. Look, see, <laughs> see there's, there's my house right there on the left. I wish you had more footage of it. it just, Rick, it just kept going sideways. Are you I mean, serious? For a long way. And yeah. then they get that over. You finally start easing. Hey, guys, up. just shut it down. Greg, then you get in there, you know, when you're really like down talking about it. Say, what part did you like best? When it went sideways. <laughs> I like when the smoke was so bad you couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you what, if, we, if, we, if we've been promoting a dancing rocket, we had that. Yeah. <laughs> Speedy, and I, I saw a, a documentary this weekend on Stennis over in Mississippi, South mm-hmm. Mississippi, which, by the way, probably getting pounded today. Mm-hmm. But, boy, that's quite a facility over there, too, where they're testing all the engines now. Oh, yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, Rick, you don't? No, no, no. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it, so, it's, it's one of NASA's, uh, you know, 
I guess it's one of their proving grounds, you would call it. And where did you say it was? Was it Apprentice, Mississippi? Or what did you it's say Stennis. It Stennis. Stennis, okay. Yeah. And it's in uh, Hancock. I believe yeah. it's Hancock. It's right down on the uh, coast. By Long Beach? It's right down on the coast, yeah. Been mm-hmm. been there, you know, a long time, since the 60s. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> and what engines are they testing? Uh, well, they tested uh, some of the Saturn engines, the space. You know, they do. I think NASA does most of all their engine tests there now, so mm-hmm. they're all time. You know, setting one off, and they've got a big area around. I mean, it's way off from everybody. You know, intentionally. Well, sure. You got to isolate when you got all that going on. Maybe that last bunch needs to But to be down there firing those engines off, that's got to be fun. You talking about discount space? Was that that last bunch was? Discount space. Greg, apparently Spirit Airlines has gotten into space exploration. But look, if you if you like fire, okay, right. we've all talked about we all like fire. Oh, to yes. see rocket oh, fire, that's, I mean, it'll get any better than rocket fire. Willie Ralph. Willie Ralph. I mean, letting it bark off, that's something. Oh, oh come on with it. I was, uh, I was looking at the – A-Lane? Because I, I, when I hear something like Hancock that – Hancock County. When I, when I, uh-huh. By the way, I'm, I'm – Bay St. Louis area. I must be either Luke okay, too but. on expiration. <laughs> I keep seeing a lot of really funny jokes about the milk crate challenge. What what is this? Oh yeah, yeah this is where you, you this run where you up walk a little, on the milk uh, crate, right? a little mountain, and go back down like you stack them like yeah. a stair. Yeah. Are we yeah. that bored? <laughs> oh yeah, are we yeah. Looper, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Braves mascot, did it the other night, yeah. and I wondered what that was about. Now that helps me. Yeah, the first I saw time like I the, the Indianapolis Colts uh, mascot. Okay, did it. Rick, this so helps me so much. I wonder why everybody was going nuts about this. By the way, how did the courageous indigenous people do? Excellent, and have a lot of tomahawk chops. Okay, good. I know you went to see the. I'm not allowed to say it. The courageous indigenous people. Yes, <laughs> all those texts were solid. Rick yeah. that showed extreme bravery. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. The uh, so, huh. because you know here's Babylon B today. One of Jesus's lesser known miracles: the time he walked across milk crates. I mean, I, so, <laughs> did y'all see the one that I, I laughed? I nearly sent y'all. Biden drone strikes White House after vowing to kill those responsible for the American military deaths in Kabul or Kabul, whatever it's called. Yeah, I saw. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, the, hey, you the, talking the, about a mess. Yeah. You know, we're in the last 24 hours there because yeah. mm-hmm. the deadline will yeah. will turn there overnight. We and, intercepted uh, a number of rockets that were shot at yeah. the yeah. airport yeah. as well. That still looked hey, good. Hey, that last though. plane out, who's who's going to be making sure the rockets ain't Well, you know, you. What, well, that, didn't, that, they, didn't they have a deal with uh, the Turkish military that they were going to stand by and, and make sure that we got up and got out and, now, and, they, and they left well, who's too? Gonna, who's going to guard them? When I heard leave? this morning that the Taliban was actually going to help get their, when we pass the deadline, then they're going to take charge of getting Americans out. That's what they said. I don't know. Yeah, they, you know, I mean, why would such, you believe them? Yeah, they've done such a good job so yeah. far. Right. Yeah. Anger. Taliban going to help out. Greg, we also got an email from some bunch calling themselves wolves. They said they'd help get the chickens out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they need any help, yeah. let us get them out. <laughs> They'll right. help tend right. the sheep. Right. right. Yeah. Don't forget about ISIS K. What, what is the K? Yeah, I, I don't to. know. That's, that's why do I feel like that? I know, but why do I feel like that? Greg is yeah. an undesirable breakfast here. <laughs> I think we <laughs> may have given them that name. I don't know that they gave themselves. Maybe they did. Uh, who knows? It's a pro- it's a K. it's a province that they come out of. When I first oh, okay. when I first heard it, I thought it was another variant from COVID. Yeah, I know. All right, so we'll, we'll come back. By the way, we got another one of those. Oh, of course. Coming from South Africa. Of course. You know what they said? Even more contagious than the oh, other. I go, it can't be any more contagious. <laughs> I mean, y'all have already spooked us on the contagious thing. <laughs> huh? Contagious. Well, you can't get within a half a mile of anybody now. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Bobby Bob Break It Down. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We are back. Thank you guys for being with us. So uh, we'll get to some of your phone calls before the day is done today. Span will be with us coming up uh, next uh, hour. Uh, so um, Adler uh, videos one A and B, and and C and here through make it today. So here uh, here is our update with what's going on in Afghanistan. As you guys Where said, did he go? Uh, Where did he go? President Where Biden up, go? update Where here. He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know Basement Joe? Uh, the mess that is Basement Afghanistan. Uh, and uh, so Biden uh, is, uh, says he's going to take some questions, but he, he puts something out there that he, he needs to know first, which yeah. is uh, hilarious. But um, I think he was at the FEMA headquarters or something yeah, I like saw that. Yeah, the, I saw them uncomfortably trying to walk him through, yeah. like, and he had that look on his face. Uh, you know, Of course, he had his mask on. Mm-hmm. He had that look on his face like he wasn't quite <laughs> sure where I was there. So, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so then he stops to, to take a few questions. Here we go. Commissioner, I, I really think it all works. I'm not I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, on Afghanistan. I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you say if there's still an okay. acute risk? Okay, so there is Look, President Biden there. He didn't know Biden where to go. He didn't know where to go. He just turned his back. He didn't know where to go. I really think it all works. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, on Afghanistan? I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you say if there's still an issue? Okay. He said Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Where's Afghanistan? Where's Afghanistan? All right, listen, guys, listen. It listen. sounds like oh, y'all's old man voice. Listen. He's getting very frail. Listen, if you listen to him in the beginning, everything he says is a slur. And then he can't say Afghanistan. I'm not answering Afghanistan. But here's the thing. He says out loud again, I'm not supposed to take any questions. It's, you know what it is? When you, and look, and sadly, if, if the Lord allows, I will be in this state. Okay? So I understand that. Right. Genetically, Greg and I have no hope when it comes to this. Yeah. But, 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 what, but what I'm saying is I got that, one foot in there already. But what I'm saying is this, yeah. is, mm-hmm. is the fact that because in his mind, he's working so hard to try to remember what he was instructed, he just announces it. Yeah. Uh, they told me not to take any questions, but I'll take one. Can I ask you about Afghanistan? Thinking out loud. Not taking any Afghanistan. See, All right, so, 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 so. <laughs> Since when does the leader of the country think that people can't ask him questions? That's part of your job. You you inform people and you take questions. Well, I guess he's there talking about the hurricane, so he didn't want to talk about Afghanistan. No, but he no it was Afghanistan. Yeah, right. Afghanistan. Over, over in Afghanistan, y'all know that area. but. <laughs> Is that close to Aniston? <laughs> uh, I was walking around carrying the, the microphone stand. Y'all, he, he's just getting extremely frail. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and look, he hadn't been to Delaware in three or four days. Keep in mind. Because you know, he, he was staying there a lot. Well, there's a lot a going lot on. There's a lot going on. He can't go home. Yeah. Uh, but listen to him. Just just, just listen to the whole presentation. He's mumbling. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, Rick. Commissioner, I, I really think it all works. What? I'm not. I'm not supposed to take any questions. But go ahead. What is it? What's the first sentence? Adler, say uh, that yeah, again. Yeah, Commissioner, what? Listen, Commissioner, I, Commissioner I, I really think it all works. What? I'm not, I'm not well, supposed to take any questions. He said, but go Commissioner, ahead. it all works. Afghanistan. I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you say it still? Hey, look. Not going to answer Afghanistan. I think it's a new language. Bidenese. 
Uh, and and have we, you seen that video? That's hilarious. Yes, yes. Mm. that video. I can. I think no, I, I can resend it. it to the. Well, you know what I sent to the group Bubba. like you two weeks ago. It? I don't think so. it yeah. is. Did I, I send it to you? Bubba. No, I sent it to y'all. I, I okay. send it to you. Listen, oh, my wait a minute. Afghanistan. He said that I sent it to Afghanistan. Are you allowed to take questions? I will answer questions. You may not like the answers, but well, Bubba, listen, listen. I know your. I know what makes you laugh. This will. This is right up your alley. Let me see. This is S. CC short. Here it is. We've got okay, it. Good, All right, can good. we start over, Adler? Can yeah, we start over? Yeah. All right, here we go. Rent. Bad at calf care. My boss been wet. Palmist. True under dash dub depression. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today <laughs> I am going to teach you how to speak Bidenese. I'm going to teach you a few words and then we'll get the proper <laughs> pronunciation and context from the master himself, President Joe Biden. The first word I'm going to teach you today is next no srent. <laughs> next no srent. President Biden will now demonstrate this word for us. Donald Trump does pose an excellent strength to this. The, it's not hypothetical. It's not hypothetical. Next, no strength. Okay, the next word we've got is bad at care. Bad at care. Say it. Try it. Bad at care. President Biden. Barack and I think it's a right for people to have bad at care. <laughs> next, my bus been wet. Now, the common error on this one is people put the stress on the wrong syllable. It's not my bus been wet. It's not my bus been wet. It's my bus been wet. Say it. My bus been wet. My bus been wet. Next, we have a word that's that's much simpler. Palmist. Palmist. I remember this one. You say palmist. Instead of psalmist. President Biden, palmist. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist <laughs> with the palmist who wrote these following words. All right, now that you've got four words in the bag, we're going to move on to a really complex okay, this is good. Bidenese Bubba. word. Do you think you're ready for it? You're going to really have to pay attention here. Uh, this is sort of advanced level Bidenese. Very long word, okay? This is what it is. It's a very long word. Are you ready? Truender dash dubba depressure. Truender dash dubba depressure. One word. One word. Truender dash dubba depressure. Say it a little more quickly. Truender dash dubba depressure. Truender dash dubba depressure. President Biden, go. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize Truender dash dubba depressure. Truender dash dubba depressure. You guys did fantastic. You learned five new words in a new language. Oh, wow. And, and now you know oh, more Bidenese than you knew yesterday. That what can good. I do? Oh, that is oh, really good. Man. Look, I know that took some time to put that together, <laughs> and that right. was really good. That, that is good. Golly. I'll quit ignoring stuff you're saying. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, well, you man. know how I look at stuff because I know everybody. Bubba thought he sent us. Bubba thought he sent us. I didn't know. Y'all said somebody being. I said, did I send it to y'all? Hey, thank you. It was very funny. Yeah. But you know how all of us have our little stuff. When I saw this, I thought to myself, I may put effort into getting Bubba to watch this because I yeah. think I think this is up his alley. Greg, you were a little bit of a surprise there. I know. Yeah, you you, you I, I, liked it. Me. You know yeah. what? I think I started watching that and I got a phone call it or something me. and I didn't go back. Well, let me tell you what happened with me. When I first saw it. I said, there's no way I'm watching this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, I looked at what okay. he was doing and I thought, 
if this guy does this well, this this has potential. Well, it yeah. got me to laughing, so I'm like, surely y'all if, would enjoy it. It far exceeded yeah. it exceeded my uh, oh, oh my uh, it exceeded my my expectation. That's uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> You're right in the effort. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and plus, he looks like Les from Iron Hill Press. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 that, that, that made that, that brought me in for some reason. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, that's who did it. And I know that's not him. I know he didn't. But Biden knees. Yeah. So uh, that so was, that's that was excellent. Because oh, I used to be the fan of George W. Bush's stuff oh, when they would George. show his bloopers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he had some I good love ones. presidential bloopers. He had some good ones, but most of the time he misspoke. Yeah. It wasn't jumbled up. No, he didn't yeah. seem like he did. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. It. I remember when it happened, and I guess we didn't give it enough. The palmist. Yeah. He's yeah. really locked up on this. <laughs> <laughs> He realizes he's, he's got the wrong word. He can't find can't it. Yeah. Pomus. Uh, maybe if we really try, like the Pomus, <laughs> whoever wrote. The Pomus wrote. The, po- the Pomus. Pomus just waved it in. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is a brand new hour, and we thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged and very excited and proud to have America's weatherman, James Spann. There's James. Yeah. He's the man with the Mayweather plan. He's the mighty James Spann. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's the main weatherman. He's the mighty James Spann. Here it comes. Here's another hurricane. With James Spann. Hurricane Ida uh, has come ashore, and she came in with a fury. Uh, James Spann, what do we know? Rough ride for southeast Louisiana. We're we're starting to now see the daylight video, and we're going to see all the drone video and the the damage, but it's been rough. This thing came in with 150-mile-per-hour winds. Understand, coming across those marshes of Louisiana, those things don't weaken rapidly like they do in other parts of the Gulf Coast, so uh, the damage is extreme. I'm afraid the power outages are going to be extremely widespread. For some people, they could be without power for weeks in southeast Louisiana, uh, but obviously, we got to keep our eyes on the prize here, keep our eyes on the storm. And this thing is now a tropical storm. It's currently rotating through uh, southwest Mississippi. The circulation center is south of Jackson. And remember, the main issues will be along and east of the center. Uh, the west side is the good side. That's where the winds come out of the north. And there's no ocean to the north. But the problem, it's over there on the east. And we've got multiple issues today. Uh, First off, we've got, obviously, the problem with flooding. Uh, We've got flash flood warnings in effect for uh, almost all of southeast Louisiana. The rain has pretty much ended in New Orleans, thank goodness. The the weather is improving, but it's going to take a while for this runoff here. So flash flood warnings uh, for metropolitan New Orleans, much of southeast Louisiana, places like Hammond and Bogalusa. Then we've got flash flood warnings for much of south Mississippi, Gulfport, Biloxi. 
Wiggins, Hattiesburg. Uh, we've got flash flood warnings for much of southwest Alabama. This would include uh, Mobile, Gulf Shores, Dolphin Island, and Orange Beach, where they've just been uh, getting some tremendous amounts of rain uh, this morning, uh, watching some of the video feeds here. And that's the biggest issue for the Mississippi and the Alabama Gulf Coast so far. It's just been all of this rain. And, and you've got some flooding, obviously, but there's been no structural damage down there. But the other thing, guys, we got to watch out for these tornadoes. And these are very hard to deal with in the weather business. These tropical tornadoes are typically short-lived. They are literally under the radar sometimes, and they last for a couple of minutes. I mean, you get a warning out and they're gone. So they can touch down with little or no warning. But there's a tornado watch this morning. This is in effect until 4 o'clock Central Time today for southwest Alabama, southeast Mississippi, and the western part of the Florida Panhandle. Some of the cities in the tornado watch would include Mobile, Pensacola, uh, Fort Walton Beach, Navarre, up at Alabama, Monroeville, Greenville, and places like that. So be aware of the possibility of a few isolated brief tornadoes today. Now, ultimately, the risk will be spreading northward through much of Mississippi, Alabama, uh, the western part of Georgia, and southern Tennessee. And in terms of the wind, the highest core winds with Ida will be over Mississippi today. And this could knock down some trees and power lines over south Mississippi up toward Jackson. Of course, with time, the wind feel will gradually settle down. Uh, in North Mississippi and Alabama, we could see winds gusting to 30, 35, maybe 40 miles an hour. But the greatest chance of wind damage directly associated with uh, Ida will be over South Mississippi and, of course, back in southeast Louisiana, where it's still uh, where it's still pretty rough. And we should mention this is now a tropical storm. This was downgraded uh, late last night, uh, early this morning. Uh, it is a tropical storm and will continue to gradually weaken with time. Uh, but again, the big issue, guys, the east side, the east is the beast where you've got the chance of flooding, isolated tornadoes, uh, and again, some pressure gradient winds that could be pretty stiff today. So just uh, be aware of that. The good news, this thing, of course, will get out of here later in the week. And you know what it's going to do, guys? It is going to pull down some unusually dry air yeah, come on. for September. And by the end of this week, by Thursday and Friday, for our friends in uh, Alabama and Mississippi and Georgia, we're going to see a lot of places with low temperatures in the 50s. Yeah, come on. Uh, which we have not seen in a long time, which is a hint that fall is getting really close and highs in the 80s and the humidity values come down. So despite this horrible impact we've had down the line, Ida will help us to some degree in pulling down that dry air. Not trying to be a Debbie Downer. By the way, if we say east is the beast, do we say west is best? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, okay. and, and you know, look, looking at the track of this thing, our friends in Baton Rouge, and understand it's windy and wet, absolutely, yeah. on the on the west side of these things, but uh, you're not going to have a big storm surge. You're not going to have the tornadoes. Uh, and our friends in Baton Rouge stayed on the west good side of this thing. Our friends in New Orleans stayed on the east bad side of this mm. thing. And again, uh, uh, I, you know, the whole city, to my knowledge, has no power. And uh, we've heard of many reports of major infrastructure damage to the power grid, transmission lines and things like this. And uh, I'm afraid the power outages will go on for a long time. You just can't rebuild the infrastructure in a day or a week. It takes weeks to do that. And of course, there are armies of utility workers that have been staging, standing by to get in there. They'll be working today to get the power back, but it's just going to take a, a long time. And those power outages do extend up into parts of South Mississippi. Uh, and I'm afraid even Jackson might see some power outages later today. Uh, but again, just be very weather aware. You know, my, my concern is always these uh, little isolated tornadoes that spin up and, and Typically, if, if this was March or April or November, you know, the really core months of the tornado season, sometimes we can give you 30 minutes lead time on a tornado warning. With tropical tornadoes, if you get five minutes lead time, that's good. 
And sometimes they can touch down with no warning or maybe a minute warning. So just kind of be very. What happened? I'm sorry, James. We lost you for just a minute. <laughs> Brady kicked the cord. <laughs> hey, James, let me ask you this. And I know we got to wait for the sun to come up. And a lot of these places that were hit, unfortunately, but then again, fortunately, are places that have dealt with this before. Did did did, it, did everybody seem to kind of get the idea? Do you have any indication of the loss of life at all yet? Uh, did most people adhere what was coming and, and prepare? Yeah, I, I think they did. People still have Katrina fresh on their mind, yeah. even though that was, what, 16 years ago. Uh, but a lot of people had that fresh on their mind. And uh, the ones that stayed for Katrina, they got out. And, of course, there were some that stayed. You're always going to have some that sure, stayed. You know, sure. I think Grand, Grand Isle had two dozen people that stayed along with the police chief and some others. Uh, but I think they got out. And I don't know if the loss of life figures. We'll start hearing that later today. Hopefully, there's no loss of life. Uh, that, that's the best case scenario. But I think people responded this time. And I think that the messaging was pretty clear. You know, a lot of, you know, if you watch the, some of these nitwits on the national TV news, you know, they're trying to make you think this thing's going to, you know, the floods in New Orleans will be 10 times as worse with this storm. I think the sensible people listen to the right sources yeah. and that what happened with Katrina, that was an engineering failure. That was a levee failure. That sure. was engineering. Mississippi took the brunt of Katrina in terms of the wind and the storm surge damage. Thank you. And uh, the, the levee system held, obviously, it did fine. Um, and, uh, you know, in new Orleans itself, there's, there's not major, major infrastructure damage or structural damage. The big damage you're going to see, it's down to the South, down toward Grand Isle and places like that. It's brutal down there. I, it's going to be really bad, but the, the problem with new Orleans is getting the power back on, but I think people did respond and I think they, you know, evacuated when they needed to do that. So hopefully we, we will hear of no loss of life as the day goes on. I just don't know that yet. Do you see the cartwheel guys behind Jim Cantori, Jim Cantori, yeah. and the guys doing cartwheels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, and, I, and I know that the, the you know the weather guy standing out in the hurricane—that's just a cultural thing now. But it, at some point, you know, you can actually put unmanned cameras out there that exactly. do a really good job, and you don't need a blow-dried boob, you know, on TV. Hey, my hair is blowing around here in the wind. I, I mean, like how you got they... the cartwheel guys. Well, yeah. James, we're, we're you know you should a helmet is important. We've talked about that for years. But it looks like he took it from some kid, took their batting helmet. Yeah, he, he I mean, did. if I'm the Weather Channel, can't I do a little better than that? Yeah. Give me a motorcycle <laughs> helmet with a logo on it The good news is the kid's practice has probably rained out today, yeah. but he's yeah. He won't need it for a day or two. <laughs> but, but, James, yeah. you, you, but you've said it, and we've said it. We, we've confirmed it. And I like how they brace themselves, too. They show, and then a guy walks by in the back looking around. We, we, if you want to show us the wind speed, you don't have to put a person out there. I mean, it, why put a person in danger unnecessarily? We can, you can show us what we want to see. Yeah. Can, you know, the camera technology is so much better yeah. and the, the technology of the communications, getting the data back, the video back to the networks and the TV stations is pretty darn good. Even in a hurricane, I, I saw some of the security camera video from Grand Isle. It was stunning. Wow. Just That's incredible. What you yesterday and uh there was obviously nobody there the people all evacuated but they still had access to their home security cameras and uh th i really think that's the future and, and again i know it's a cultural thing where yeah. you want to you know make the celebrities get out there and they get their hair blowing around and put the, and, but i will say let's give them credit for wearing helmets yeah. i saw a lot yeah, of yeah. Yeah, that's a movie i don't know whose helmet it was but at least they got one. <laughs> yeah. yeah third guy up is looking for his right now james thanks buddy Get a Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Stay dry. There's the Thanks, up update. Ida now a tropical storm, but inland and, and uh, still uh, a problem. Uh, and uh, the aftermath is kind of...
We don't know everything yet, but we will. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Unpacking uh, the weekend, we've updated uh, the hurricane, now tropical storm situation. Talked a little Afghanistan earlier with some of the Biden uh, audio clips from the weekend that just keep confirming the same problem. Uh, so uh, we can uh, we'll get into some of the the weekend stuff that went on, Bubba, and you. Uh, how did your weekend go, buddy? Well, we uh, we had a had a good good weekend, Rick. We uh, we had one little uh, thing run aground. We were uh, mm. out enjoying pontoon boat, mm. and uh, uh, you know the weather this time of year is a little iffy, so you kind of got to keep oh, an sure. eye on you, it. Oh, sure, you got to stay on top. There's oh, going to be an afternoon thunderstorm or something. Yeah. In the past few years, we've been uh, pretty lucky uh, to avoid those. Uh, you know, the radar is so good now. I mean, you put it up on your phone. You. Mm-hmm. you I mean, a couple of times we've had to go to a a different side of the lake to let a front come through or something. But uh, we were uh, we were had been out uh, having lunch and trying to get back home Saturday afternoon, and boy, we had a pop up storm no, come up, baby. And, it no. a, and it was a big one. Let me tell you this: when they and pop, it came out of nowhere, <laughs> and, it, and it's shocking how tiny they are, but how horrible it seems yes. if you're in that moment. Yes, <laughs> and it was coming right at us, and and we were trying to get back home before it hit. And at one point, I told Betty, I said, well, we ain't going to make it. We ain't going to make it. And this is going to be really bad. Hey, Bouncing Betty, you better hang on. <laughs> and, I mean, we just went right into it. It was uh, it, it was a real drencher, Rick. I mean, it's one of those where you undress when you get you get back home and oh, just – Start know, over. Yeah. Yeah, you just go shower off. And, Did you ever get to where you couldn't even see? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Right. It was terrible. Everybody and it was so bad at one point I just start laughing maniacally. That's all you're, you do. You're, you're soaking wet. <laughs> That's all you can do. And you're being pelted by rain, you know. Yeah. So it, uh, but it, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, that was, uh, you know, kind of the captain's fault for uh, getting into yeah. that. So well, now look, uh, captain's got to watch out there. El Capitan. Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're running captain's for, having some problems. We are. <laughs> we're running this thing up on rocks and <laughs> putting us in. It's been a busy year. I'm about to say. I mean. <laughs> This is like having Joe Biden running the free world. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we've had a pretty good run though, as far as avoiding weather. I think we got a little rain one time before, but mm-hmm. it's that's hard. We, now. We've had hard. to dodge it a few times, but you know, the, these pop tough to predict. Man, they're just impossible. Tough to predict. Yep. And and we've had. And I, I've seen some people get caught in a much worse than what we were, and try to hide under a bridge or something. That water. Oh, throwing them around. No, no. Hey, look, uh-uh. that, I, I don't. I don't like. Uh, I am anti trouble on the water. Yeah, yeah. I am thumbs down. Yeah, I'd prefer it uh, be smooth and sunny. Well, Greg and I, and he, he remembers the story. Uh, you know, our dad again, and and I've talked about this many times, and, and it's it's starting to be an awakening now. I didn't realize that the way we were raised was not normal. Right. I, I had right. No, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Like nowadays, my dad, I think, would be arrested. Uh, but we uh, we were um, we were fishing. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember. So he was trying to get back to the dock because you know, Dad, Dad's not going to miss an opportunity to fish or hunt. He just well, Rick, the fish were hitting. That's what. Yeah, it's just know, he was like, we can wait to the last minute. And, and in that boat you're in, there's nothing to hide under. Well, oh, no. well, here's the, and here's the thing that gets me: aluminum boat is now 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 that now that you know we're husbands and we're dads. 
We get it. You know, when you're yeah. a little, when you're a little kid, I hate to bring this up, you kind of look at your dad and you think he knows what he's doing. Right. You know, and uh, and so so we know things like, oh, now I realize dad in that situation took us with him so he could go without catching any flack from mom. Yeah. You know Got what I mean? It. Well, I'm gonna take the boys with me. Right. You know, we almost were used as currency. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and we did have great times. We don't sure, misunderstand me. But I realize now sometimes we were along for the ride just so he could go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, You thought and, he was taking you. Yeah, I thought, yeah. man, Dad's excited about us going. I didn't realize that he probably couldn't have gone if he didn't take, take us. <laughs> and so so we're fishing, you know, and it's going pretty well. And, of course, you know, you're a stupid little kid, so you're sitting there, you know, with your big orange, you know, uh, little thing on. And <laughs> Did you wear it to hold life jacket? No, 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 of course not. But we, we had to wear it. But for some reason, my dad thought you couldn't fall out of the boat when it was sitting steel. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> but normally we didn't. If we, it was hard to cast when that was on. You know, so dad, dad would. And, and that, uh, describe the kind of boat you're in, too. Oh, we're we're in the metal stern steer, yes, stern, <laughs> flat bottom stern aluminum steer. boat. There ain't no steering wheel on this thing. About it, fifteen, it, sixteen foot. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It, it, old school fishing boat. Old yeah. school fishing boat. And so, so if water comes over the side. Oh, and they're easy to turn over if somebody yeah. stands. Especially up, sure. if you're the chubby little kid in the front seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so so one gets on <laughs> us. Crappie fishing. Yeah, just like you're talking about. One gets on us, and I mean, there's there's nothing we can do. I mean, it, I mean, we're we're in a bind. And so it's gonna get you. Yes. He's making a run for yeah, it. And though. Dad takes off to see if he can get back to the to the the dock <laughs> and to the the. the oh, now the engine has the pull yeah. thing on it, right? Yeah, it oh, had yeah. the one you had to wind or no, did no, it retract? No, 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 it retract. It retract. It retract. But anyway, so he's back. Evan there. He's stern yeah. steering. So and he's <laughs> trying to get to he the got boat the nose ramp. Up. He's trying to get to the boat ramp. Hard as he can. And he's trying to get that <laughs> boat. But I got to sit somewhere. Rick's laying in the front. So I'm I'm laying in the front of it. And all of a sudden, this ice cold because it's crappie fishing. It came over this ice cold water comes completely over the front. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I a, like a tidal you. wave. I couldn't see you. I completely disappear. <laughs> and I and I go under the wave. And Dad just gives me, hey, 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 you you you, uh, you still in the boat? And I mean, and Rick just shaking off I'm like a dog. Shaking, like, but, then, but then there's that moment where you look by like, Daddy, this doesn't feel right. I don't front was hitting pop. Daddy, something, something doesn't feel right about this. But because it's your dad, you keep looking back like, well, he must know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. this this he must be we're gonna calm. be all right. <laughs> this must be okay. And so then then all of a sudden you go, is that gonna happen? And all of a sudden here comes another, and I'm just like, look, and he's like, hang on, hang on, everybody, hang on. And I remember us being so soaking wet, terrified, completely terrified, yeah. thinking to myself that I never wanted to fish again, <laughs> and in my little orange life jacket, just soaking wet. Yeah. And he gets us out. You remember this? And all of a sudden, then comes the speech. Now, boys, let's let's talk about this a minute. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Now, there ain't no need. Now you're freezing cold. You're freezing. And wet. We're just shaking yeah, like wet. <laughs> crappie fishing, <bad." laughs> and, and so he's like, boys, boy, now look, there ain't no need. Let's get home and start talking to mom about all this. <laughs> there ain't no need for that. Okay. Everybody got wet. Our clothes are going to be wet. But let's not talk about, the, you know, that waves are coming over the front. And you guys, you know, we're completely. How about I'm, trying I'm, to dry out in yeah, the truck, yeah. probably with the air on? Yeah. Hey, you, you know, freezing to death. Yeah, we're all completely immersed a couple times inside the boat. <laughs> but let's just, let's uh, keep, let's, ain't no need to talk to mama about how scared everybody was. Ain't no need to be scared. We it's all fine. made it. Nah, we're going to get hey, ice cream. Hey, 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 to, hey. We were fine. We were fine. We were fine. Now let's, let's run that list. Like, who, who wants what? What kind of candy bar about? <laughs> Rick, I know you're down from Milky Way. Greg, you want Snicker? <laughs> Tell you what, I'm gonna Rick. I tell you what, you keep your mouth shut, you might get too. <laughs> you ain't saying words. I'm really wet.
was it was scary. We'll be back bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the radio revolution, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thank you for being with us tonight. So, uh, if you're like a lot of folks, uh, you think when it comes to your prescriptions and medicines that you need for your health or to stay alive, uh, probably uh, you want to see if you can't find a way. To avoid people not being able to afford uh, uh, afford the medicines they need, well, Gooks, uh, GoodRx.com slash Bubba has really uh, helped with this. Uh, savings up to eighty percent on the prescriptions that you need. Uh, so, if you'd like to go to GoodRx.com slash Bubba, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to eighty percent. That's huge. It's free and it's easy to use, and, and many times. Uh, it's often cheaper than even using the insurance copay or even Medicare. Uh, with GoodRx.com slash Bubba, you can find discounts for your prescriptions at over 70,000 pharmacies at places like CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Kroger, and more. It's the number one most downloaded medical app out there, and millions of Americans are saving up to 80% on prescriptions, and they'll do that today. So uh, go to GoodRx.com slash Bubba. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com, right there under the sponsors. It's it's interesting, to, speaking of, of pharmacies, um, we've talked about this. The The thing with the drive through window has become so difficult for me in the lift kit and at my age that I'm now just pulling in and walking in. I don't, I don't even do the drive Well, you got to hang out your door yeah, and it, you know, it, it just, unbuckle, get in the park, yeah, yeah. try to do a gymnastic move to get down to it. I do the same thing. Well, it's, well it's here's, what, here's what I I've thought. got now so I pull up so I open the door. And I tried, yeah, there. I've done tried that too. I've gotten to the point. But don't you're probably like me. Pharmacists are, are under enough stress right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. They really yeah. don't need the stress of here comes big large that can't seem to make his lift kit work here to drive through. <laughs> so I, I just go in now. I just pull in and I just go in. And, uh, and 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 then I try to make that count. Like, is there some kind of like, can I get something to drink? Or yeah, something, yeah, you know, just something to try to make it work. Hard for an upcoming event. Yeah, um, it, it was. Uh, I had one of these moments with us uh, over the weekend. You know, probably while you were in the middle of a storm in a pontoon boat. But um, <laughs> Rick, it was a dandy day. So I, I, when you, I've just now dried out. When you said that you started just laughing, yeah, that, yeah, that maniacally. Me, yeah, yeah, I mean, I had my hat down, my yeah. sunglasses. What, was on, it your El Capitan? You know? No, 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 no. I just had my visor down, but it, it, I mean, yeah. you were, it was just, it's like you jumped in the swamp. Well, I thought thing. about that hat we have in our store. That's perfect for this. It gets all wet. You don't care. Well, I know. Yeah. I, I had it, but it's it's getting that time of year for me to wear that hat. Okay. We're moving to El Capitan? Yeah. 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 It look, cools off a little bit. Right. Um, Got to have that ventilation up here. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so over the weekend, um, we, we, you know, the, these, the, I was thinking about, we're, all, we're always looking for things right now that are, that are constant, that can be de- depended on. And because so many things are, you know, everything's turned upside down. Everything's complicated now. There, yeah. There's mm-hmm. everything. And, uh, but so we, uh, I want to thank the, uh, everybody involved with Valleydale Church and the church at Old Town in Helena, Speedy's community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a men's gathering Friday night and it was, uh, it was interesting because this is, uh, it, it's a, the church at Old Town in Helena and Valleydale are like 
uh, Valleydale is uh, has planted the church. It was a church that need to went through a revitalization, and one you know where ch- one church comes in and takes a church that said, "Hey, we we about to have to close the doors." and tries to bring it back alive, and so they're kind of sister churches. It's not a campus. It's it's a church plant. So uh, we had the men's gathering that kind of combined the men of the church where Sherry and I are members now and, and teaching uh, with the, the new church, uh, the church at, at Old Town in Helena. And so um, it literally started out that uh, – that that I was just I was just there helping as as you know it was our church and the men's mm-hmm. ministry of our church. To by the time we got there, I was actually doing the message. So and a lot of things changed on the way and and it was it it, it was like uh, I told Sherry she goes wait a minute I, the way you're talking now are you actually doing the message? I said yeah I just come full circle now. I'm 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 full blown doing the message now. So so anyway it was great and we had a, a great turnout. The guys did such a good job because you know you got a church that. That is, that's trying to be re- revitalized. I know, Speedy, you and your family, mm-hmm. you've been going there, and so there were there were too many men coming for the actual, you know, where they were the, in the worship center. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then now you're moving into kind of a multi-purpose gym that, because this church is being revitalized, <laughs> hasn't been used in a long time. No. And the guys just did such a good job, and I got to do this with Brody, my son, because he's part of the staff at Valleydale. And all, he was part of coming in there and trying to get it lit and trying to get everything set up and get the sound stuff set up. And, and, and you know how you, you pull up and you think to yourself, I, I, under, I appreciate everybody's commitment to excellence here. But, but I, I, so as soon as I, I drive up and I you know, need to be there early because now I'm in the part of I'm, I'm part of the, this my church and now this church plant, but also I'm going to be speaking to and, you know, and I knew that barbecue was coming. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and I pull up and I see there's almost like construction going on outside. And, I, and the first thing I thought of was, well, now who in the world, why are we doing construction right here when, you know, we're, we're, we're two hours from this thing, you know, yeah. starting. But then I realized pretty quick it's not construction. They, they moved, they set up a stage, they set up a complete sound system. Brody and them were setting up lighting. And then they decided to take on using portable basketball goals. It reminded me of you, Bubba, that they would also put up a screen that would have lyrics and all this kind of stuff on the screen. So picture a portable basketball goal. Like so it's you, on the goal? Yeah, they've taken the goal, the, the actual goal off, and the now rim. it's just a big stick. Right. And now they're going to build an apparatus like you would put it on the wall of, right. your, of your house or mm-hmm. whatever, one of those, those brackets, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they're going to set it on that using – a portable basketball goal. That's cool. And they I have a good welder in the house. Well, they were they were getting after it pretty good, and I <laughs> saw a couple of missed attempts. And uh, <laughs> but but I thought to myself, now this is commitment to excellence right here. Yeah, yeah. This, this is. I, I don't know that you know. I did a couple times say, which by the way, people working real hard and sweating, just shut up. Okay. Right, right. And one time I said, now y'all know this is men's ministry. I appreciate the effort here, but I, are the guys really going to care with it? I hate to see you guys get. But they're like, hey, we're going we're going to set it up. We're going to do it right. <laughs> uh-huh. You're right. And and they did get it done, and and it was amazing. Now we did not get two. The attempt was to get two, hmm. uh, but really one was was so it's just enough. half court. Yeah, yeah it, it was, I saw, I saw <laughs> pictures, and I mean it looked it looked good. Nice, they, yeah. they, no, it they really did a great did. job, and, yeah. and we had a, a great turnout. So when it was over, you know, I've, I've talked about this a lot, and it went great. It was wonderful. Thanks to everybody that came, and we're plugging everybody into the curriculum. It went went super, and uh, so I was. Um, I was ready, thinking, "Hey, man, I just did an event with my son. That's kind of cool." I said, "Hey, man, let's go hit the Waffle House." Oh yeah. And he's like, "Dad, I I, I got to stay, break all this down." Oh. You know, and then your desire to hang out with your son, 
Fades it a little. It does. Because, yeah. because, because you start thinking. Because your body's calling for eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, this is on a Friday, so we've been rolling since 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 about 4.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so I said, hey, okay. He said, he said Dan, I'm, I just don't know. And then I said, yeah, you're right. Last time it wasn't even open. So the next, I go go to bed. I get up, and there's a text. And he says, what do you think about us doing Waffle House for lunch today as a celebration? So you, you had him thinking about it all yeah, night. all night long. And, <laughs> and, and you, know what I, you know what I realized is – and we talked about this together as we got to talk and celebrate. I think this is just one of those times that where you're living in, you just want something to just be what it is. Because mm-hmm. we don't ask much of Waffle House. Mm. All we want Waffle House to be just is deliver. just be Waffle House. Yeah. yeah. You know, we know Bring what, me that waffle. Look, we know what category you're in. We know mm-hmm. you're going to give me a piece of white toast that, I mean, it, it ain't as big as, it, it, man, it's about this <laughs> long. square one. <laughs> and, I, and I know that your effort, your effort you're not even going to spread the butter in. You're yeah, just going to put a blob of butter on yeah. it. And and it. You know what? And that's all right. And, no, yeah. Because that's what we expect. Yeah. I would yes. be mad if you didn't just be Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. And so Brody and I got to discussing this. He said, you know what we need? We just need this. I said, you know what? I want, I want the waffle to be like it's supposed to be. Yeah. I want the hash browns to be like it's supposed to be. Even even I'll give my son credit. And I nearly, I nearly openly wept. <laughs> he looked at me and he said, Dad, you're not asking for a menu, are you? <laughs> And I said, what do you mean? I said, he goes, you really going to look at a menu at the Waffle House? Hmm. You know what you want. Yeah, and he goes, you know we're going to All-Star breakfast. Yeah. And I looked at him, I said, you're darn right. You know why, Rick? We always go All-Star <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. darn right. And that's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, he said, Dad, you, oh, got, you got plates. He, he said, Dad, you got two decisions. Not, not even enough room on the table. No. He said, he, 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 he looked at me and he says, You got two decisions to make grits or hash browns, uh-huh. bacon or sausage. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So proud of you. Mm. See, you know how you just, just yeah. something simple. Simplify it. Just yeah. simplify it. <laughs> bring me over some eggs. Bring me over a breakfast meat. Bring me over some white toast that. That none of us would ever buy or eat no. if we weren't in there, <laughs> and don't even make an effort on the butter. And how about this? And and just bring. And then right about the time I get my breakfast plate, that wonderful I, 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 guys. Seriously, I know I'm about to excite everybody. Now. I'm getting hungry. We're mm-hmm. celebrating all yeah. the things we saw. We're spending some time together yeah. as father and son. Is there anything quite like that moment when they always bring you the eggs, your choice of breakfast meat, your hash browns or grits, and and that little tiny toast with glob of butter on it? They bring you that. And just about the time you're starting to get sad, the waffle comes down. Yeah, it does. It's never with it. It's a little bit delayed. It's a little yeah. bit. And listen, and that delay is perfect. Well, yeah. they have no room for all the plates. I mean, I mean that yeah. delay I, I, is perfect. Yeah, I think that has I mean, something to do with it. Just physical space. That's, yeah. I love but the it, waffle it, house. I mean, it's just, yeah. uh, and I like the way their, you know, their coffee mug looks dependable. It's <laughs> good I mean, coffee too. Yeah, you, you know, you just look at it, and go, that's that's a coffee mug right you drop there. Drop it, it's fine. <laughs> it, it doesn't have some, you know. Uh, devilish philosophy written oh, on it. Just, I, mean, I mean, it's just a well, it's just a good old mug. Yeah. The way they're supposed, not overly thick. large, not overly small. Yeah. It's thick though. Yeah, yeah. Thick. thick walls. If you dropped it, it won't even break. Yeah. <laughs> Probably tear the tile up. Yeah, you could chalk a truck with it. How slow did you move the rest of the day? <laughs> Pretty slow. <laughs> Realize my digestive system not what it once was. No, but let me tell you this. Now it will work your digestive system. But let me tell you something. My son and I had a wonderful, wonderful lunch. <laughs> We'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go. Uh, you, you know the old phone troll music. That means it's time for you to call up. That means lines have been made available. We've dropped the gates. We're letting you in. Let's go. Long distance, directly assistance. Echo 212. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. 
So uh, you make a comment, you ask a question, you bring information to the table. You can comment on things you've already heard on the show today. You can ask a question. You can say, I'd like to talk about this topic. Uh, whatever the case may be, you can get in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So if you move now, you'll get in now. And then we're going to move the line quicker for you. Don't you love to see an efficient line? It's almost like Chick-fil-A takes over the phones and every 30 seconds the buzzer sounds and we start moving people in the line and you'll get to your chance to eat. Uh, so line up now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Chris, out of the great state of Tennessee, We'll get us started. Chris, you got 30 seconds on Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. listen, I know I only got 30 seconds, so I want to get right to it because I'm livid. Yesterday, I was watching Fox News at the reception of the 13 soldiers from Kabul at Dover, Delaware, and the president and all his staff was there, and so for each soldier that was brought out, they kept their hand over their heart. On the last soldier that came out, the president lowered his hand, and pulled his sleeve up and looked at his watch as if he had somewhere better to be. Well, in all in all in all, uh, in all fairness, uh, he may have been looking down to see if someone was telling him what to say and do next. Yeah. Uh, so here's the footage you're talking about. We we have that, and um, so uh, and and the president looks looks down at his phone on the way down to see what time it is. Watch. His watch. Yeah. His watch. Yeah. What did I say? Phone. phone. I meant watch. Um, of course, it might have been one of those little things on the wrist you wear, a little Apple phone. Uh, but anyway, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. There's enough to be critical about about the president. I don't know. That might be a little nitpicky, but um, yeah, I mean, the, but like the terrible plan that got him killed to begin with. Yeah, I maybe, think that's yeah, valid. Right. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, but looking but, like you got somewhere to go though during that. Yeah, probably not I the understand. Right move. It I may understand. have just been more of a habit. He's yeah. got somebody else telling him what time it is. Richard in Huntsville. Richard, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Brent Eggers. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. What's on your mind? Uh, back to Waffle House, and <laughs> I'm the type of guy I probably partake in the in the devil's Kool Aid a little more than I should. Uh, but you never go to Waffle House sober. It has to be between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m., and you are nowhere near coherent. You know, Waffle House is not good sober. You know, I actually I have to disagree with that, and I've had it tr- unfortunately both ways. Uh, it says it's a family restaurant. Yeah, it, I mean it's a family. It's a family. Oh restaurant, yeah, listen, yeah. we used to. Some of us playing tennis, we used to meet down there before the show and eat sometimes. Right. Well, the thing you have to understand, sir, and I certainly understand what you're saying. Well, and we wasn't we wasn't led at that point. Right. We were just headed to work no, real early. Right. No, no. Yeah, I understand. That's about when you were actually bad. <laughs> yes. But but anyway, the uh, <laughs> no, know that that's my new thing. I, yeah, I want you to do nonstop. <laughs> but, but anyway, the uh, the the point is, I, but but I don't ask a lot from Waffle House. That was the point of the segment. It's something just just be Waffle House. I don't want you to be anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I like when you're just being. Don't try to be anything other than Waffle House. Uh, my expectations of you are very simple. Yeah, and you just know what? Be there when we need. And you, you delivered. And don't don't. It doesn't need to be health food. Mm-mm. Give me what you've always sure. had, the way you've always had it. Don't waste menu space. Let me space. make that decision. Mm-hmm. Right. If don't want to go or not. Don't waste menu space on things none of us are going to order. Right. To try to look sharp. <laughs> uh, David and and I don't want and I want a waitress to call me honey and sugar. Yeah. And the whole time and I hope I see her put out her cigarette before she walks over to us. <laughs> uh, David in Alabama. David, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hello. David. David. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Come on. DJ in Alabama. DJ, go ahead. Uh, actually, it's DJ, but that's fine. I was just calling to tell Bubba I understand the problem with rain, 
My daughter got married at 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon in an outdoor ceremony. Mm. It was dry when we walked down the aisle, and it came a monsoon. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't take long. That. No. It doesn't take long. Well, I, you know, I, I, but they they handled it very well and tried. The pastor a couple of times said, uh, yeah, ready to go? No, let's keep going. <laughs> and every it got to the point of cheering and people laughing. Yeah, because you have to know what you like, Can I just tell everybody this? And I've been telling my wife this. God love her little, you know, the hostess with the most is self. She has tried two attempts in, in, the, in the brutal summer of Alabama to have a gathering, a, a fellowship with our church at the farm at 4 o'clock. And I'm like, honey, if we live in this state as long as we have, in July and August, mm-hmm. if you schedule anything outside at 4 p.m., yeah. you're just saying we want to watch it rain hard and we want to hear thunder and lightning that's terrifying. <laughs> okay, and you know what? We've done it twice, and it's rained both times. Now, it eventually stops, like you're talking about, but but you know what you're getting into. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a outdoor stuff in the heat of summer in our state is difficult because if you try to go – you know, the crack of dawn, nobody wants to come. Right. But then if you go earlier than four, it's so hot, you can hardly you can hardly breathe. Mm-hmm. But if you go 435 trying to get that sunset, you really need to move it to like six because Let it pass. At, at four, it's going to rain. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, you, about, you remember, just I, about every day. You remember, I went to one a couple of years ago. I thought we were all going to die. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And it, it, they cut it short and ran through it just so fast as they could. Right. I mean, and, and bless her heart, the bride had learned to play a musical instrument to play for her Oh, husband I and all i mean all that got scrapped i, I mean people I were running with instruments like it was the end of time <laughs> it, it, it's almost like it, it it feels you know we talk a lot about our different categories of daredevils it's as if some people when it comes to outdoor events they want to be a daredevil yeah. you know do you want to do it in, well, what, did you, hey do you want to do it in october when like the chances of rain are almost zero right no no I, not no i want to do it the dead of summer for an hour in the middle I, of an I afternoon want august at yeah. two o'clock yeah well <laughs> hang on be good hey hang on yeah. alan in texas alan go ahead Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. I was just talking to Greg about it. Uh, you know, uh, we've got uh, responders going to the to the uh, hurricane, especially the the linemen yep. and their big uh, bucket trucks and mm-hmm. stuff. And please be courteous around them. I mean, they're those trucks are not made for highway driving. They're they're off road vehicles. The fastest they're going to do is about sixty, and they cannot. Thank you, Matt and Trustful. Yeah. Matt, go Be ahead. Be mindful. Uh, 30 seconds. Hey, Matt. guys. Hey, buddy. How y'all doing this morning? Good. God bless. Hey, I, I was just letting you know, I, I don't think y'all know, I, I don't know if anybody else knows, but Waffle House doesn't participate in the genderless stuff either. You know, they've got male and female waffles. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Can I tell you something about do you get waffle and huddle houses confused sometimes? I know that's oh, yeah. blasphemy to some people. No, it's, yeah. Absolutely. You mean the same place if you say either one of them, no. I, I, I'm fine at either one. <laughs> I know that's not good. I know, I, people, know. I know that upsets people. I know. Look, but, but I'm that one. I don't, look, they're hard to find. I had a blast one time at a waffle king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was all right. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, it's Rick here uh, from the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, I am excited about this product. It is called Uprising Food. 
the reason why I'm excited about this is, you know, in our family, genetically, we have digestive issues, and, man, it's a lot to overcome. But Uprising Food is, is one of the things that has really, really helped finding this product. And maybe you're just trying to do better overall with your health, and what's the first thing that they try to take away from us when we want to start eating healthier? Bread. Oh, they're going to take bread away. Americans eat too many carbs and all this. But let me tell you something. With Uprising Food, you will get to eat delicious bread. Now, I know, listen to me. This is one of the things I talked to them about. I said, I don't want to talk about a bread that is healthy but tastes bad. Well, look, let me tell you something. The, the, the bakers that they use, these are people that are devoted to delicious bread. And I want to let you know what else. They also have snacks that, that are potato chips that taste just like potato chips. They're delicious, but they don't have the side effects of some of the other attempts to have healthy chips. You know, that went bad. Uh, with Uprising Food, these are delicious ingredients, but it tastes good, and they are fantastic for digestive health. But remember, they're easy to prepare, they're easy to eat, but they actually taste good. Now, if you'd like to find out more about it, make a move right now. Go to uprisingfood.com, use the code RICKBUBBA, we're going to get you $10 off the starter bundle. It's kind of like a mini trip to the grocery store minus all the unhealthy distractions. You know we, how many processed foods we we consume as Americans. This is delicious food without all those bad side effects. Uh, they'll ship it directly to your door. That's uprisingfood.com. Use our code Rick Bubba to get $10 off your order. You heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song. Rick and Bubba! Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Randy Wauer, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helms, and Eddie Van Adler, they're all here this hour. Uh, a couple of things we'll start out with. Bubba, I know you're not allowed to start with this one. We were just discussing it in the break. But Ed Asner, actor, a seven-time Emmy winner, uh, has gone on in at the age of 91. Yeah, 91. 90, How about that? 91 years old. Uh, we knew him best for the Mary Tyler Moore show, and that seems to be what he won most of his awards playing Lou Grant. Yeah, he was funny on there. Now, you know, politically, he was he was way off with me, but uh, good actor though. Well, but let's let's talk about that for just a <laughs> let's just talk about that yeah. for a minute. Can we even think of? All right, we got Tom Selleck. Okay, can you <laughs> conservative? Th- yeah, can you think of anybody uh, in the entertainment business that that I mean that, that is a player, not somebody that Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. So we got we got yeah. Tom Selleck. We got Tim Allen. Where's Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington. He. The, the, it's shocking the things that he mm-hmm. says. 
Are we that, sure that, that, he said those, or somebody just put? No, those I've seen out the video. I, I yeah. saw the video. Okay. Yeah, 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 and it's uh, you know he uh, he seems to be pretty outspoken. Uh, uh, James Wood. But but now let me, <laughs> yeah. he's he's real conservative. But I want to go back and clarify now in Denzel Washington. I don't know where he is politically. Right. I'm talking about spiritually. Yes. Did yes. y'all yes. mention Chris Pratt? Pratt. No, we haven't. Chris Pratt. No, that's, that's another. Yeah, that's that's one. another one. Okay. Uh, the uh, because I um uh, I, I you know because I don't know you know it's the political world can sometimes you think you can predict because someone's a certain way spiritually how they are politically but you need to be careful with that mm-hmm. yeah sometimes it doesn't line up as neatly as you th- thought it would because politics is different there you got there is no pure clean political path you know sometimes it lines up with your convictions mm-hmm. you, you just do the best you can alec baldwin uh, no wait no, no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the uh the one that Kurt I, Cameron and his sister—they're yeah. both uh, conservative. Right. right. The, this is the one that that I was talking about the other day when Denzel Washington said, "With so many things coming back in style, I can't wait until morals, respects, and intelligence become a trend again," which is hilarious. Hmm. But yeah, I saw his uh, his speeches at a lot of campuses. Yeah, uh, where where he is on on uh, on God is uh, pretty clear. Pretty clear. So uh, so anyway, but Kelsey uh, Grammer. Mm, yeah, I think he's conservative, okay. right. pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, Ed Asner uh, has gone on in, and of course the Santa Claus on on Elf, which is funny to me. <laughs> uh, Melissa Joan Hart is also fairly conservative. Really? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, she was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> She's an actress. <laughs> well, I'm just the hearing only you say one that. that would know that. Yeah. Well, well, he's, he's, he's Google Google it. What, Greg? What? Hey, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Okay. Yeah. okay. That boy, Greg. Thank you, buddy. I, I saw a trailer for a new movie coming out. A little tangent here. Sorry. Yeah. yeah he's uh, too old, in it? He's too old. Greg, I know. Greg. And he's, he's, he's kind of like fighting people really old. Well, he always <laughs> fights people whenever movie's in. Oh, there, there's <laughs> another conservative, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it, it seems like I'm looking in here. I'm not, they, what, what, so, there actually was. There it is right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ramacho. Yeah. I thought. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Didn't he supposedly do his last movie a while back? Now where are we now? Who, 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 who now? Talking we're talking about, about Clint Eastwood. Okay. okay, so we've left Ed Asner. Yeah, we're, <laughs> he's dead. Clint we're Eastwood. moving on. Okay, all right. Okay. You remember where he was the old guy sitting on the porch, getting oh, yeah. on everybody? Yeah, yeah. was it Grand, right Grand Torino? Grand yeah. Torino. Mm-hmm. But but wasn't that supposed to be yes. Clint's last movie? Yeah, Clint's told and us he's had about three since. <laughs> Clint is like the supergroup Kiss. He has done a farewell tour several times. <laughs> yeah. Because we care about his health. Yep. Um, yeah. But I don't know about this new Clint Eastwood movie. I just saw the. I just saw the. Up. I saw the trailer. I just. Is he back? Uh, is he back being a cowboy again? Is he back in? Well, the I believe he's going to rescue somebody, and he's having to fight his way through some things. Oh, wait, yeah. Cry macho. Yes, yep. that's it. That's it. Wait, I like saw the, the trailer for that last night. It looks I, really. I good. like the look of that. Yeah. I think he's got. He's uh, got a high plane. What I took from it, it. He's got a friend or somebody that says, "I need your help," and. He helps. That, that, also, that, con- that the, the the movie in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I, gotta I need your help. I, there's somebody I need, that's let, lost. Let, and I gotta get. Wait, let me guess. He's gonna go to this little town that's being bullied by the sheriff, <laughs> who's, who's really bad. You know what I mean? And there and there are there's a big cattle organization that's taking over the small farmers, yeah. and they're really running the town, and they don't treat women well. And and the guy's just trying to pass through because he didn't want to be a killer. Anymore. Right, right. You know, but they just keep confronting him, and finally he just somebody hey, pushes him too far. <laughs> right, yeah, like kills his dog. <laughs> Uh, Scott Bayo, another conservative. By the way, <laughs> looking down. By the way, he's got Wikipedia pulled he up. Does. Dennis Quaid is conservative. <laughs> okay, 
But listen, let me tell you what's hilarious. Ted she, Nugent. <laughs> I think Ted would fall into more of a libertarian. Uh, but, John Voigt, conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just not a lot uh, of them. Dean Cain, he's conservative. When's the last time he was in something? <laughs> he's he's going to keep reading, so just let he it finish. Yeah. He's got I'm the whole list. He got him a list. That was it, pretty much. <laughs> it's not very long. It's about, 20, it. it's about 20 long. That's yeah. about it. Where were y'all with Clint Eastwood on that uh, Trouble with the Curve, the baseball loved movie it. where I he was the it. scout? I, I loved it. that. I loved it. Okay. loved it. Any I movie thought like it was the only that. one. There was okay. no more okay. eagles there. How about this? Any movie like that, I'll give it a shot. Now, Greg says that was not a baseball movie. What? Yeah, he said that. He was ranting about that yesterday. Yeah, no, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? You know, the, and that's another. Let's face it, that one had that same theme. All, not all that unique either. I know. You know, got trouble relationship with my dad. Sure. You know, but I, but I, but I grew up being hard hit, and I'm successful because how hard hit my dad was. But our our relationship's not where it needs to be, <laughs> and so ev- eventually I worked my way back in, and he eventually tells me he loves me. <laughs> He's getting old. But now he didn't, he didn't say it straightforward, just the way he can't on the way he can say. Sure. It. I'm know? starting to see why I like it so much. <laughs> Not a new theme, is it? No. <laughs> Boy, it really hits A home. lot of folks got daddy problems. <laughs> so, uh, so, so anyway. Um, <laughs> here he comes. Here he comes. Here he comes. What you got over there, Greg? Uh, good movie. Trouble with the curve. Here we go. But it, it ruined it the way they oh, – oh, Wait, I hear the glove pop outside the hotel. There's a kid out here throwing 90 miles an hour nobody knows coming. about, and all of a sudden he's in the major leagues. That's a little stupid. <laughs> that was a little well, stupid. Well, you don't, there you goes don't the air, there goes the air right <laughs> out of the room. Y'all didn't think that part made it corny? Well, I'd forgotten about it, Greg, but you, of course, don't forget those things. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good movie right up to that point. She's in there, and she hears the glove, she's like, she goes out there and she discovers. Then they take him to the tryout and he smokes. The, of course, the guy that thinks he's something that shouldn't have went first. Yeah, nah, ruined the movie. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. That's the end of that. I tell you, right? <sighs> Thank you, Greg. You, you didn't like. So y'all like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know that was kind of like. I really that. hadn't stopped thinking about it, but that's yeah. <laughs> You know when Greg comes in, it's kind of like that thunderstorm hit it us is. out on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny, yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden a storm right. comes. Greg can take a picnic day and take it. Next thing you know, you, you're throwing everything in the car and it's muddy and wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Soaking wet. Yeah. Soaking Look wet. over the dog's peed all over the basket. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. It's just terrible out there. He did that because thunder was slow. Spooked him. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we'll come back. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Clint Eastwood. I didn't know. Let's be honest, I'd rather talk about him and Asner than Ed Asner anyway. Yeah, Ed was a big deal. Uh, and, and so he did get a spinoff. He had a show actually called Lou Grant at one point, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. But it was no weird dollar more. No. No, no, no. But he was funny in that role. He was very funny. 15 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big. Eight six six, we be big is her number. Clay is in Illinois. What did I say? A jealous again. Clay, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show, buddy. How are you? Thank you. Great. Hey, uh, I know this guy's past went on. Uh, Bob Hope, he speaks about uh, his how he's a Republican. But anyway, it only takes 25 seconds. Just look up Bob Hope, Democrats, and Zombies. 
You can see it in 25 seconds. You, you okay, Clay? It sounds like you're running. Are, <laughs> yeah, Clay, are, you, are, you, are you running? I've been digging. I've been digging. Okay. I'm digging, working mm-hmm. to get out of the service truck. Okay, okay. Because you sound a little <laughs> winded. Uh, like some, I am. Something's after you. There you go. Uh, well, Clay, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to the show, man. Check out that. It's really funny. <coughs> yeah, I, dude, I don't know what he's asked me to check out. Bob I, Hope, I, there's a video, Bob Hope, on uh, Democrats and Zombies. Is that what he said? Yeah, I think Probably you tell me about that put one. Put it on time. YouTube, maybe. Joke, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. So Josh and Wisconsin. Can- right okay, you do have it. All right, let's, let's uh, Clay here, here by, uh, suggested by Clay from Illinois. Here it is. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Thank you, Clay. That's, that's, a, good, that's an oldie. That's, a, well, that's way back. Yep. Gosh, that's good. Uh, Josh in Wisconsin. Josh, go ahead. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Check, check, one, two for Josh. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Hola, I'm from Wisconsin. Looking bubble. Hola. And I have a biblical question. Is that all right? Yes, sure, sir. Of course. Yeah, we, we talk about anything uh, here. I, I'm not sure how much you know on this subject, but I, I understand fully the crucifixion of Jesus. I understand he died for us. I understand all that. But I don't quite understand the two thieves. Why did he have to die with two thieves? Or rather, what seems, why are the two thieves important to the story? I, I don't. I, I think the reason why, and Bubba, you can chime in on this, is because you know. Remember, if you go back to to the prophecies, uh, the, the the Messiah, and and there were and unfortunately a lot of the Jewish people missed this. They they looked at the second return of Christ as this ruling king that would you know overthrow the world and 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 set and, up peace. Yeah, but yep. but the prophecies were also telling them that there was going to be a Messiah, the suffering, Christ. the suffering yep. Christ that would be with the lowest of the low. <clears throat> He would be with the poor. He would be lowly, and so the significance of that is too. Those two men were in were were, were they weren't innocent. They they did commit a crime, but right. it also is to amplify that the perfect Lamb of God was going to that cross, completely innocent, but dying with those and for those who are not innocent. Uh, and so that to me is the is the glaring significance of it. Yeah, and it had been prophesied, as right. you said. Yep. Uh, it had to had to be that way. But I think too, it's an example of someone who scoffed, right. and then someone who said, "Ask for forgiveness," right. and that person was forgiven. Said, so "Today you will be with me yeah. in paradise." So, yeah, I, I think there's some symbolicness to that too. Sure. But uh, I, I, and and probably. As far as the Romans, uh, they probably had a, a special time each week that they went out to take care of all the prisoners, you know. Yeah, and, and the other part about that is you have to remember, this is why it was so shocking, and Paul talks about this in, in the letters to the church at Corinth. It was shocking because even when it came to criminals, only the <clears throat> lowest of the low of the criminals were crucified. If you were someone who, who had gotten accused of something, but you were some from some other family, you had some kind of standing uh, you were wealthy. Even you would be put in jail. You might have this. They didn't. They didn't crucify just anybody. They only crucified what they considered to be the the, the scum of society. Does that make sense? And yeah. uh, and so that also is significant. And if you read all four gospels, to Bubba's point, 
When you read all four Gospels, you'll see that both of the thieves are mocking him, not just one of them. And and now this is nothing but Rick and Bubba commentary, and that's probably worth very little. But I think the significance is that what turned one of them was when he said, as an innocent person, and everybody scoffing him and mocking him like Bubba talked about, and he says to his Father in heaven, forgive him because they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand the significance of who they're scoffing, and I'm asking you, Father, to show them mercy. And uh, and in my opinion, that's what turned the other thief, because uh, he's sitting there looking going, hey, I, I know we deserve to be up here, and he even says such. But if you read all four Gospels, they're both mocking him uh, um, at, uh, at, at one point. So I think all that all, – did that help any, all that? Yes, thank you very much for taking my call, Rick and Bubba. Sure, Josh. Thank you thank very you. much. So, Josh, are you a follower of Jesus? Yes, I am. Praise God for that. Thanks, buddy. See you, man. Uh, let's go to Randy out of Huntsville listening to 100.3 The the River. Randy, go ahead. Hey, Biggins, how are y'all? Good. We're great. Hey, just got through watching the Weather Channel, just checking in on how the hurricane went overnight. And they had a government official on from Louisiana saying, what is the number one thing you can do to prepare for hurricanes? It was not generators. It wasn't batteries, weather radio, or evacuation route. It was get the COVID vaccine. Now you're making that up. <laughs> That's funny. I am not. Well, no, no, no. You, tell well, all the people sitting in the dark right no, now with minute. water up 12 foot. Are you messing with me right now? Because that's a funny joke. You're I not, am not. You are not saying no, that. That was the, he said, the number one thing you can do to prepare yourself is get the COVID vaccine. Well, it's a little late so, for that now. Yeah, I, I would uh, I, I would think for a, a, a four hurricane coming in, I, I'm not sure what good that's going to do me. I got, there was one report I got some this, other things that outranked yeah. that. There was one report this morning that said uh, because of the storm surge that the Mississippi River was actually running in reverse for a while. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. I bet that is strange to see that. Yeah, it is. Uh, Jason, Meridian, Mississippi, listening to, to the buzz. Go ahead. Hey, man, I just wanted to see if y'all could just give an update like every 20, 30 minutes of where it's at because there's several cell towers that's out. And just kind of because we're listening to you guys and, man, that. That would be great if we could just kind of know about, you know, the position of it and all that kind of good stuff because we don't have any Internet service or anything like that in several locations. All right, can I ask you this? Would, when, man, we're, are, are, what, how are you hearing us right now? Oh, 97.9 on the radio. So when they go to the break, they don't update you? No. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, – I mean, pulling. what we're saying is what's coming is what we're saying. No. Uh, yeah, for you, it's going to be a lot of rain. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting it right now. It's hammering on us. So. Yeah, it, it's uh, a it's a tropical storm now. And looking at okay. what, what I have in front of me, I mean, it's, it's so big, Bubba. My goodness, I mean, it's uh, uh it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of it, it. Birmingham back to the west is not near as bad as if you're to, to the east. Yeah, I sixty five okay. is kind of a good dividing line. Yeah, right and and you're west of that, so you're definitely gonna get right. some rain, but you're not gonna get the worst of it. Yeah, it just, it's just started it for him. Yeah, so it's just kind of started for you. But for you, it's going to be mainly yeah. flooding and heavy rain. But the, you shouldn't Thank have you, as sir. much much wind trouble because you're on the west side. Y'all are awesome. Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you, buddy. It. Appreciate you listening. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Jabo. Is that what it is? Jabo, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, bud? I'm good, guys. What's going on? Fired up and ready. Hey, man, what's it going to take 
for Henry the Horse to get a couple extra slices on that wheel of meat when y'all spend it, man. I love listening to old Henry the Horse. Well, remember, uh-huh. remember, you know, it's something I've tried to teach the tattoo community. Less is more. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, <laughs> a sprinkle a day. <laughs> you know, you love Henry the Horse because there aren't multiple Henry the Horses on the on on the wheel because he delivers every time. If he comes up too often, sooner or later, the old horse gets tired. You don't want to see him break yeah, the leg or something. Coming up short. I love <laughs> Henry the horse, but y'all keep him quiet if you got to. <laughs> Thanks, man. Bottom of the hour, eight six six. We be big. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number. All right, so, Greg, uh, uh, good to have you back uh, on the show today. Uh, you and... Your lovely wife sleeping well on the helixsleep.com slash Bubba Mattress. Yes. Go, Greg. I sleep so well at night. Yep. It makes it so much harder to get up and come to work, but we love it. Like yep. I said, we've had it, uh, I don't remember how many months, but I'll tell you this, that old trial date, I ain't worried about that because I ain't sending it back. No, well, you know what? Did you see where Gerald Cates bought one? No, he did Yes, he did. He said he heard you talking about it when he found that it. That can't be Well, true. he said, little Greg, you sleep on as well as he does. I had to have one. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and uh, and they and he put in his extra large head, and that's uh, right. so that's right. but they do customize. They ask you some questions. They do, yeah. And you, it doesn't take long. Maybe not your head size, but yeah. right. And they they they're going to customize that mattress to the way that you sleep. Uh, so go to helixsleep.com slash bubba now. Uh, answer these questions. It doesn't take any time to do that. They want to know the positions you sleep in and uh, the the firmness that you prefer, and then they'll send it to you. You got a hundred days to sleep on it. If you don't like it, you get a full refund. Uh, but as Greg just said, the odds of that, not very high because it's a fantastic mattress. And uh, so go get yours now at helixsleep.com slash Bubba. We're going to save you 200 bucks and get you a 10-year warranty and that 100-day free trial. Nothing to lose. Go right, it comes right to your door. Helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Uh, or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. These are the days of America. Walking together through the All right, so... Uh, so here we go, as uh, the world we live in and our country that we live in gets more bizarre by the day, really becoming unrecognizable. Uh, we now have Harvard University. Do you remember you know, when the, the jokes would always be, oh, if my kid could grow up and go to Harvard. Oh, yeah. If only yeah. my kid. You think he'll go to Harvard? You think she'll go to Harvard? Now I think pe- women, uh, uh, parents are thinking that their children – Male or female, they're almost thanking God their kid didn't go to Harvard, uh, because buddy, you talk about a bunch of weirdos. And wow. and today we have another example of this. This story came out over the weekend, uh, and and when I say this, you're going to be like, "Well, are you reading that wrong, Rick?" <laughs> I, I thought I was. I've already seen Babylon B. They've already had fun with it. Harvard chooses atheist uh, who teaches about progressive movement as their head chaplain over all their chaplains. Shouldn't on the list of qualifications, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't you, if you're going to be the head chaplain, shouldn't you actually believe in what the religion stands for, right? Well, you would think. You I would mean, that may that. be one on the list. He's a humanist, Greg. 
What's a humanist? Yeah. And uh, that is? By the way, have y'all seen that creepy giant human statue that's about to tour the about no. 21 cities? Is it a human? What, well, you know. What, what you know, is it? Oh, it's it's weird. You don't want to see it. it they're trying to be sharp with it electronically. Oh, it's like this big, giant human thing that's going to go around. It really, to me, is symbolic of what we become. We're we are we're worshipers of ourselves. Uh, we, we are humanists. But anyway, so he is a, a humanist. Uh, now, you'll love this little mix. Raised in a Jewish household. So um, and he is pre- he will now be president of the Harvard Chaplains starts this week. He said, "I am obliged and honored to share personal news. I've been elected president of the at Harvard Chaplain colleagues, uh, and um, and and it, and they wrote about it in the New York Times. New chief chaplain at Harvard, an atheist is the headline. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Doesn't that make sense? Rick, I'm no Harvard grad." <laughs> well, well, apparently, uh, being a Harvard grad is not that that deep in wisdom anymore yeah, either. This, this well, Bob, I think what we have here, and you've, it's not the first time this has been said, and I don't know who to give credit for this. This I know our dad, Greg, used to talk about it in a different way. Uh, you can be so open-minded sometimes that your brain just falls out. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I think this goes under that category. This is, I've tried to be so smart, Oof. I really have become stupid. Uh, I'm with Greg. This is, man, this is elementary stuff. Hey, man, we're looking for somebody to be uh, the yeah. new president of the chaplains. Okay, so uh, not, let's not get into denominations or even the religions. Uh, if there's cha- – do, do, do the other religions call it chaplain? What, whatever, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Let's say, though, you're going to be a spiritual leader for the students at a university who are of that given belief system. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that Muslims – they I don't know they'd call it a chaplain. I, I don't know, or Buddhist or whatever. But, you, you know, you know what we mean. The, these should be men – who have a religious conviction yeah. and they believe in God. Now it may be it may be it may vary how they see God, but an, but at an, least believe an, in an something. atheist slash agnostic. That means they don't believe any God exists. Thus, they would then it would then be impossible to be a chaplain of nothing, <laughs> right? Correct. Uh, but we're doing it anyway to show what how. How sharp we are, how open-minded yeah. we are. I think all of that. Let's say I was looking for a welder. <laughs> yeah. I would start with someone who could actually weld. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah That's you, a qualification you must have to even be considered. Greg, in this case, you'd be putting somebody in charge of welders that doesn't believe welding exists. That's yeah, right. You, you send a guy that's got a squirt gun in there to right. do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick, some of, the, some of the replies and comments on social media are hilarious, by the way. One here says making that Harvard label less prestigious by completely missing the role of chap, uh, champ, chaplain. There you go. Nicely See? done, you dopes. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> unbelievable. Funny. Yeah, Babylon B. Of course, they they they're not going to miss on this one. They they couldn't get it out quick enough. Harvard puts Satan in charge of chaplains. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um, Good night. Well, the, uh, all all well, of this move, all of these moves through history and especially in our country the last 40 50 years it's all worked out nice i think oh yeah well you know it would be one thing if all these <laughs> Peace changes and prosperity yeah. versus chaos oh, yeah. you, you Got hit a lot it. more of that now you just took that hammer and hit it right on the nail because look Ooh. if all this stupid stuff all of you guys were are out there doing if y'all were making where we live a better place i guess i might at least go well you gotta give them credit for that yeah but yeah. i mean you're just creating a, a just a well, I can't say the word. Let's go. Uh-huh. Let's go dumpster fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you right. go. I had a show. I was going to say. Yeah, you, you, you've turned a big show. We we this is concentrating on what we're doing in this country. Do y'all realize we are a joke? Yeah. And, and and everybody, y'all think we're so advanced and we're so 
evolved. We're a joke. We're digressing into stupidity. Yeah, I think we've looped and we're falling again now. It's kind of like that rocket that didn't get to orbit over the weekend. You know, we've run out of fuel. Right, right. We're, we're coming back down at, at a rapid speed. I don't even have a problem. Hear me loud and clear. Uh, I'm not into this thing that you don't allow people any opposition for them to defend their faith. I'm, I'm all about apologetics. I'm all about <clears throat> knowing what you believe and why you believe it and being able to defend it. I wouldn't have a problem with the head of the chaplain saying, now from time to time, let's get the chaplains in here and let's hear from this cat who's atheist and, and let's, let's hear what, how he sees it and let's see if we can you know hear what he has to say and he hears what we have to say. But you don't put him in charge of the chaplains. It's charge. No. I mean, that's... Uh, I don't I don't understand that at all. It's um, it's just it's lunacy, and of course Harvard. You know this, Bob. You've been around these these higher education people. They think they have done something. They think this is so. Oh yeah, I mean they, they one, boy they're so progressive and they're yeah. so forward thinking and 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 they they're just they're not a you know a bunch of buffoons like we all are. Yeah, you know they're just I mean they, they, well we'll see. Well yeah it's uh. Mm. Again, if what we were doing was working, you know, I guess I'd have to stand by and say, I still believe what I believe, but what you're doing in a worldly sense, at, at least, least is you're working. getting a return on it. Right. Yep. It's, uh, it, it is, uh, it is, it, it just, listen at me. I can't even, I don't even know what to say to it. I, 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 there's more times now that I'm rendered speechless than at any time in my life. Yeah. You, you know, when you come up and somebody sends you something oh, and right. they look at you and like, I don't even know what to say to that. You know, so somebody comes in in a meeting and says, now, you know that guy, we're thinking about Epstein for uh, being in charge of the chaplains. Isn't he an atheist? He is. We want an atheist to be in charge of the chaplains? Yeah, he's real open-minded. He, li- he likes people of different faiths to be re- keep the line of communication open. Well, maybe he could just be, like I said, maybe a guest at yeah. one of our gatherings. Uh, but for him to run our chaplains is uh, probably not the best idea. Yeah, that's, that's Rick, that's just a publicity stunt. I mean, Gone bad, yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you, Sharp. Well, you know, and people say, "Hey, man, hey, you know, you and I've been shooting this down for years." Hey, man, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> no, that's no, really not. Uh, no. When people think you're an idiot, that's not good publicity. No. Uh, there's a lot of that talk about. A lot of that to go around nowadays. Hey, they talking about us? Yeah, but they're saying you're an idiot. Yeah. That, that I don't want. Do you want that? Any PR is good PR. <laughs> it's really not. That's bad PR. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Bam, bam. All right, so uh, this is one of our stories today. The Afghanistan situation is a big old ugly. Uh, but we've got um, – we have a lieutenant colonel. It, is the last name Stuart Scheller? Yeah, I think that's Scheller? I think you're close. Yeah, he, uh, he has resigned, which that will be another conversation we'll need some of our military personnel to help us with. But he, uh, he's, he is very, very upset with the handling – of Afghanistan, he's made that really, really clear. Um, we do have some video of him here. It's five minutes long. We won't do the whole five minutes, yeah. but here's some of the some of the um, the audio and video. Here you go. Good evening. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, United States Marine Corps. 
I'm the current battalion commander for Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. I've been in the Marine Infantry for 17 years. Started my tour with Victor 1-8. It's the current unit that's doing perimeter security, dealing with the mess that's going on there. I, you can see open source reporting that there was an explosion and some people were killed. I know through my inside channels that one of those people that were killed was a someone that I have a personal relationship with. Won't go into more details because the families are still being notified. Not making this video because um, it's you know potentially an emotional time. Making it because I have a growing discontent and contempt for my perceived ineptitude at the foreign policy level, and I want to specifically ask some questions to some of my senior leaders. And I'll say, as a person that's not at 20 years, um, I feel like I have a lot to lose. If you play chess, you can only see two to three moves out because there's too many variables. I thought through if, if I post this video, what might happen to me, especially if the video picks up traction, if I have the courage to post it. But I think what you believe in can only be defined by what you're willing to risk. So if I'm willing to risk my current battalion commander seat, my retirement, my family's stability to say some of the things that I want to say, I think it gives me some moral high ground to demand the same honesty, integrity, accountability from my senior leaders. And so I want to start with, we'll just use the Marine Corps, my, we'll just stick with the Marine Corps. So in the current fallout of Afghanistan, a lot of Marines were posting on social media and in response to that, the Commandant published a letter, which is the service chief of the Marine Corps. And I want to read from it. It was dated 18 August, so only a week ago. And Commandant, sir, you wrote, some of you may be struggling with a simple question. Was it all worth it? We want you to know that your service is meaningful, powerful, and important. You fought for the Marine to your left and the Marine to your right. You never let them down. And then you go on to say that, you know, if we're, we're struggling, we should, we should seek counseling, which, you know, I get it. People have killed people. Um, I've killed people and I, and I seek counseling um, and that's fine. There's a time and place for that. But the reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member has always rose to the occasion and done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying we messed this up. So that's uh, – you see where he's going now. He's like, look, I appreciate the letter, but we're not upset because we've been under trauma. We're upset because our senior leadership has messed this thing up. Now, he goes on to talk a lot more about that. You, you can hear that he's he's got something to say, and he knows that it may cost him. Oh, yeah, it was very predictable it was going to cost him because it's, it's pretty much unheard of for an active-duty Marine commander to publicly rip the ranking military leaders and political officials. It doesn't happen. So he was immediately relieved of his command. And then at that point, we understand he resigned from the Marine Corps. Now, I, I didn't know that you could resign from the military services. I thought you stayed in until your deal was up. You didn't get to come out. Yeah, I thought that now too. That, that's what I'm confused about. But, look, guy's very upset uh, and, and probably with good grounds to be so. But – you can't do it in the public. That's the thing. There, there are back channels. If you have problems with commanding officers you're supposed to go to, you can't go to the public and, and start doing this kind of uh, uh, broadcast. Well, look, we all understand how he feels, 
but you just can't do it. That's that's part of their thing, and you, and you knew it was going to come, and he gets more animated as it goes on. But but here's what I'm wondering, though. I'm back to what you're talking about. We have somebody that can help us, Hunter. You know, I know you have an honorable discharge, a dishonorable discharge, right. but resignation? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I'm completely gray on that. All right, Hunter maybe can help us. Hunter, uh, talk to us about this. Uh, you are uh, a veteran, uh, so what what what's going on here, and what can and can't you do? Um, I don't, I don't think, uh, going to the public was, you know, the smartest course of action, but at, at the same time, uh, you know, he, he felt like that's what was needed. Um, he's seen other Marines obviously that have gone to the back channels and haven't received, um, quality answers or, or anything, you know? So, um, he's obviously seen someone go through the same back channels and proven the point that it's it's not going to work so he's decided that this is the stance he wants to take and um you know i, I stand with Stu on this one um the decision making was absolutely atrocious and uh the short time i was in the marine corps uh there's there's no way that this should have happened the way it the way it happened yeah, we're hearing a lot of that. Shane says he can help us with all of our questions. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way. Shane, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, thank all of you. Good morning, guys. Hey. Um, hey. Basically, I was in for uh, 17 years before I was medically discharged. But anyway, um, unless they have changed things, when you do after 15 years, and I don't know how it is for officers, but after 15 years, you can go to what they call in depth, where you don't have a, a contract saying how long you can be in for. And if you, if it's your time, to re, if you feel you need to resign, you can resign after like 15 years after a certain rank and stuff. Now things have changed a little bit, so I might be wrong, but that's how it was when I was, uh, I was serviced. So it, probably the fact that the rank he has achieved, the years he's been in, he has that flexibility. He can leave when he wants to. It's not like the old days when you would desert and go AWOL and they find you and then you bust rocks in Leavenworth for, forever, right? Yeah, that is, that is correct. Now, he has to put in his paperwork. He has to do all the, the out-processing and everything else. But, yes, it's basically he is resigning. He gives up his command. He goes through all the out-processing. What about his uh, – he said he may lose his pension. Will he lose that as well? That is something that the, for the courts, the military code of uh, military justice, the UCMJ. That depends on the, the the senior ranking above him if they want to uh, court martial him for dereliction of duty or whatever they they might find. Uh, in, in his post online, he says, um, "I have been relieved for cause based on my lack of trust and confidence as of fourteen thirty today." So relief yeah. or cause might be a prosecutable situation. Yeah, right? and yes, it, it could be. It's just uh, it depends on the, what Jack, you know, the, the, the what they go through and what they can find that he was guilty of, and they can relieve him. Commander, a senior commander can relieve somebody just about for anything if they didn't follow orders, if they didn't do something correctly. They can relieve them and they put somebody in there with the XO or somebody else. I got you. So yeah, he was a lieutenant colonel. Sounds so like he good. can resign. We got that. Says for calls, which means he probably is going to have a, a court case. And then in that court case, they'll decide what he does and doesn't get as someone who served the military for, looks like, 17 years. Yeah. Okay. But I tell you, he, to me, he's a hero. He's a what? He, 
he called, he's calling out the chain of command for failure to take responsibility because we were always told as a leader, if it's in your lane, if it's in your lane, your job description, you're responsible, even if you're not even there. That is your responsibility. If, they, if you messed up, you are supposed to own it. That is your responsibility, and only good leaders will take the responsibility of what has happened, even if they weren't physically there. So he's just not seeing that from his commanding officers, and yeah. he's not happy about yeah. it. Yeah, that'll be interesting to have yeah, play it will. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Lord willing, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here we go. We'll take your phone calls again this hour. Uh, you can join us. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. We'll have meet back in play. Uh, don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, a new one dropped this past weekend, episode like 91, I think. Well, uh, so catch that from the weekend. We talked to someone who actually has uh, served uh, as a contractor and served our military uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, and uh, we, we talked with him. Great conversation and an opportunity for you to help out. Uh, welcome back. Uh, here's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. And thank all of you for joining us. Uh, animal Stories. All right, so uh, I know you've got one about this uh, protecting, but have you seen this one with the cow in the back of the seat? You know, the drive-through. I've got to see the video. A cow (laughs) in the back of the seat. Uh. All right, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That big old face. Look at that. Why do we have a cow in the back seat? Why? I I guess he didn't have a truck to haul it in. Wow. Rick, that's funny. Uh, why don't well, you roll the window down? Let him don't see you, its head well, out. this is one of those things, better. for those of you that can't see the video, I mean, it is a cow <laughs> in the backseat of just a normal sedan-looking thing. It's a thing. big old head, Four-door. I mean, the head that's takes hilarious. up the whole window. Doesn't that, don't that's you think, dangerous. I mean, you're going to leave a big mess in there. Well, that's why I was wondering. Don't they oh, do that pretty right. much all the time? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But here's what I don't get either. Do you think that was trained to ride around in the car? What if it has a cow diaper? But I go back to this, Bubba. I go back to this. If I'm going to take on a cow, isn't, isn't there a certain amount of equipment I just got to have? Yeah. I, I mean, so. maybe a cattle trailer. Yeah. Don't yeah. I need to be able to if get If I'm a cow? down to the car, I think the, the cow just has to stay where he is. Yeah. All right. So have you ever bought something and you got just caught up in it and you realize, I can't get it home? And you start looking around, you're yeah. trying to fit like a TV in yeah. your back seat or something, oh, yeah. and you didn't you did plan for week, it. Yeah. You just had an emotional buy. Yeah, big step out on me. Matter of fact, over the week, I decided I had a huge step out. Yeah. So didn't think something through. Right. Do you think but, he but, bought the cow and realized, I can't get it home? How am I going to get this thing home? I guess. Put it in the back seat. That's all I can think of because <laughs> I can't imagine it being the other way around. I've got a cow, and we're so <laughs> ill prepared that I need to go to town and I can't leave the cow. I got to put it in the in the back seat with me. I don't have anything to carry it in. I don't have any way to keep Good it night. contained while I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, th- there's a lot that comes with a cow. Yeah, uh, that, I, I don't understand cow that. Cow spontaneous <laughs> cow purchase. <laughs> so, uh, and then what's this <laughs> other video? One? So funny. Yeah, what, what's the other one? This well, one? Rick, it, uh, scary one for sure. A woman walking her dog in a Tennessee nature reserve 
fended off a man who allegedly tried to kidnap her by smearing a bag of her dog's feces in his face. Take that. That'll do it. Michael James Ward, 47, allegedly approached the 30-year-old victim as she was uh, walking along a path in the Forks of the River Wildlife Management Area on August 22nd, around 1.30 p.m. The Knoxville Police (laughs) Department have released details of this. Uh, he asked her for water before allegedly grabbing her and trying to pull her into the woods, according to police. Ward allegedly <laughs> punched her multiple times, causing cuts to her head and face, but she fought back and at one point smeared the bag of her dog's feces on his face. Right, grab what feces. you can, right? Feces. Uh, he backed off and apologized, but when the woman told him to go away, he pulled a small knife and came at her again. What? Yeah. How about that? He said, go around. The woman was able to call the police uh, with another trail walker cell phone, and they responded with a canine unit. But at that point, he got away, uh, but he was found and apprehended sometime later uh, due to uh, his his name and uh, or his picture being uh, out on social media and in broadcast uh, things. And And his smell. He he was actually uh, caught on, on a citizen's arrest by somebody. How about the fact they called the canine unit after you already been attacked with dogs? Citizens of yeah. I know. <laughs> do, do. But he I got, mean, he got away on the river. They said he was in a boat. Did you see him in that getaway. boat? Yeah, did you see him in that yeah. boat? That, that was, uh, he's a wiry fella. But, yeah. you, think he jumped in, you think he jumped in the water to clean his face off? Oh, of yeah. course. You got that. Oh, he didn't get that off. He, uh, he, he was apprehended at a convenience store where somebody uh, mm-hmm. recognized him. Just did a citizen's arrest on mm-hmm. him until the police got him. Yeah. I always think of Barney Fife when I hear citizen's arrest. They said when they asked him about it, he said, well, you know, feces happens. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does. Right. Yep. <laughs> they need to comment. <laughs> That's good thinking on her part, though. <laughs> she gets drug off in those woods. We may never oh, hear from her again. No. Well, you That's know right. what? you got to say, too, this guy's got to be banned from the camping community. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently he likes outdoors. I mean, we found him in a canoe. <laughs> That's true. You know, right. this is a guy. We're going to have to ban him from the from the camping park. Yeah. You know what saved her? Doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Doo-doo. I doo-doo. I doo-doo. <laughs> Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest is one of my favorites. <laughs> 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 Barney gets turned on you. Hat turns sideways. <laughs> by the by the way, if, if you want to laugh your head off, speaking, oh speaking of animals, so Sherry and I, you know, you know how it is. We the timing of going to lunch uh, is is always important because of the line. So we got held up at church Sunday, and and we were running a little bit behind and. Which is a funny story. I'll tell you in the break too. But but anyway, so um, so we roll up this place that Sherry wanted to go, and I could I could just see mounds of people, and I was like Sherry, 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 and she goes, well, we'll just go in there and just say first available. And I said, okay, all right. So we go up. And I said, now here's what we're going to decide right now. If it's plus thirty, we're out. Mm-hmm. And she said, I know that's your. You can't yeah, wait any longer than thirty minutes. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. So she. Yeah, they said. Right. So they said twenty to thirty minutes. Mm. And I said, okay. Based on, based on the crowd, I thought, I, I can live with that. Okay. Age. Now, I will tell you this. I really, really, really love, because of my personality, the restaurants that send you the link and you're literally tracking where you are uh-huh. and how many people yeah. are ahead of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I, tra- yeah, I feel better like I hadn't been forgotten. Yeah. I track that like James Spann on Severe Weather. <laughs> yeah. And Sherry's like, People are not going to move that quick. You're looking at it every three seconds. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, yeah. I, I got to see where we are. But, you know, somebody might drop out. Somebody might say yeah. enough. So anyway, no moss. Th- this one this one annoyed me a little bit because they were a little cute with it. 
Mm. A little little statements like, "Can you take the taste the queso yet? Yeah. Oh, Your table's gonna be ready." Oh, no, no I'm like, they teasing you. Yeah, can you taste yeah. can you taste food yet? And I was like, "All right, listen, no, we don't go that far with it." But, Back off, pal. But, but anyway, <laughs> so of course we all know if I'm gonna get to sit down, if you throw out first available, we all know. <laughs> The table that comes open is the one, the one you want to sit at the least. Oh, sure. yeah. Every okay. time. Well, right by the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. or the bar. So, or it's real tight. So, anyway, <laughs> they go. Uh, or the I kitchen look, door sits flinging open as they bring everybody's food in. Yeah. yeah. Greg, Greg, I look, and here it comes. You know. Better that's in the bathroom. Hey, you're, you're, <laughs> hey your, your table's ready. You're, you're, you're minutes away from queso. You know, so anyway, I'm like, oh, right. So, we walk up, and so I know at this point I'm not sitting inside. I know I'm going out. And so, oh, so, no. so anyway, so they start walking us out, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that's all right. It's yeah. it's not that bad, you know. Maybe we can get a shady spot. And they're walking. I'm hungry oh, too. Boy. Big Papa's hungry. At least it wasn't hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was only a thousand degrees or so with a thunderstorm coming through at any moment. <laughs> yeah. So we walk out, and uh, and and I hear it for the first time. Right. And I was like, it's not true. I looked at Sherry. I said, is that it's a dog? Not true. Is that, what? is that a dog? She yeah. looks at me and she goes, look, just. I think it is, and I said, "Well, maybe because we were at a, shop, a restaurant, a shopping area." I said, "Well, maybe, maybe it's somebody walking around here shopping." Oh, and I and I took I I, I looked to my right, and Sherry hears the hears me. I lay, <laughs> and she goes, "What?" And I said, Look. <laughs> "So I look, and there's a dog sitting in one of the chairs, like he's part of the family, uh-uh. sitting there with him. Has <laughs> he got that service vest on? No." And then I noticed that the dog keeps barking, which is always fun. At another dog sitting at another table. (laughs) You had two? You got a dog bark off? It was another completely different group. That's what I'm saying, though. What's the odds of that? Apparently, at this place, you can eat with your dog uh, (laughs) outside at a restaurant where humans are and food. Is there uh, anything that bothers you more? Oh, Sherry was like, Sherry was so funny because I I pictured y'all. Sherry goes, okay, now. I realize this is the worst case scenario for you. Oh, yes. But, but let's Buddy, just, it's first available. Hey, let, let's, <laughs> this is the life of first available. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's just eat and quit looking at the dog <laughs> like that. Hey, you couldn't quit staring no, at no, it. No, no. And, and she said, she it. said, before we eat, let's get it out of your system. Okay. Look, are you ready? And go. And I said, who in the world brings a dog to eat with humans at a restaurant? Okay. Any more? Because this is a one timer. Yeah, we're gonna monologue it, and then we're not gonna talk about this the whole the whole thing. I said, I said, do you hear him barking? I do hear him barking. T- talk to me how that bothers you. I said, you talking about sitting here listening to somebody bark? I'd rather hear somebody's kids screaming. Uh, I said, at least that's too. a human. Right. I said, yeah. a human or human consumption. There's nasty dogs sitting at people's tables. Mm. Okay. Anything else? You got? She goes. Anything else? I said, I just, I just don't understand that. Okay, you don't understand it. Walk that out for me, <laughs> like that. And I said, I mean, who would do that? Okay, go ahead. Y'all, are you almost done? She goes, because really, just do one time, get it all out. Right. I mean, who so would eat. do it? She goes, all right. You want to say who would do it one more time? I started laughing at this point. She goes, you want one more? Who would do it? <laughs> who would? She goes, go ahead, make the face, do the whole thing. <laughs> I don't understand that. Doesn't make any sense, does it? It doesn't. Would you ever take a dog to Rick? Never, never take a dog to eat. The dog. I said, she said, do you want to do the thing where the dog didn't want to be here? Can I? Go right ahead. <laughs> but you got to cover that. The dog doesn't even want to be here. <laughs> What's well, barking? The dog wishes you. The dogs don't need chips and salsa. Did it ever hush? They bark back and forth throughout the whole meal. <laughs> oh, no. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let the people 
let them loose. 22 minutes past the hour, and here we go. A long distance, directly assistance, This is that moment when the lines are made available to anybody that wants to get in. It's just the process of getting in the line and getting ready to go. And then we start moving the line rapidly. 30 seconds a pop. Largest number of people in the program in the shortest amount of time. You can make a comment. You can ask a question. You can bring information to the table. It is not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Those can get an instant buzzer. Uh, but if you have a topic you'd like to bring up or a question you'd like to ask or a comment you'd like to make, now's the time to do it. Uh, David is in Tupelo, Mississippi, and he gets us started. 30 seconds. David, go ahead. Hey, my busted wet fellows. Can you imagine how hard it is to find an inter- a sign language interpreter for President Biden? Oh, God, oh, that would be tough. What if you were the person who was trying to do the, uh, when they type the words on the screen, what's that called? The uh, closed caption. Closed mm-hmm. caption. Can you imagine uh-uh. trying to do closed caption with Biden speaking? Biden I mean, oh, my gosh. At, at some time, they may just go like this. Yeah, just, just uh, hold we, their we, hands we don't know what he's saying. We have no idea what he's saying. Mm. Uh, let's go to uh, Destin, Florida. Phil standing by. Phil, 30 seconds. Go. Uh, yeah, I was calling to try to correct a couple of things the other gentleman said in regards to the lieutenant colonel resigning. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between officer and enlisted. So this one has put his uh, security, his future, and his financials uh, out there to prove how much he believed in what he's saying. By resigning, he's walking away from a significant retirement. If he'd stayed three more years, he's walking away from medical. Yeah, he made that very clear. He said at the beginning that he realized that this was going to likely cost him a lot. Sorry, your cell was breaking up pretty bad there, but – um and uh, and and yeah that he he made that pretty clear and we got a bunch of people that didn't want to go on the air and feel it sounds like you're in the same boat uh that were that were saying this is not th- this this guy's a really big deal uh he's not just you know some guy and uh enlisted guy you know who uh yeah i mean is, you're talking about a lieutenant colonel i mean right. he's uh you know he's I don't know exactly the Marine rank how it would go, but, uh, I mean, he's he's pretty high up, and uh, he, he's fed up enough that he spoke up knowing what was coming, that it was that important to him. And, and he will pay a steep price for that, like, say, with retirement and medical uh, bills and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it, it goes back to, um, you know, if um, it's kind of like anything that really matters, I mean, Usually, the things that really, really matter and the stands that that have the most impact are things that cost you something. Yeah. Uh, Miracle uh, in Coleman, listening to <laughs> a us. A lot of pressure with that name. Yeah, 1047 yeah. WZZK. I think this explains a lot. Mm. Miracle, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're great. Mm. That's good. I just wanted to say, you know, just with everything that has happened in the past, you know, week with Afghanistan and everything, you know, something that my mom actually brought up to me was. People, if you're still a Biden supporter, you're not actually a Biden supporter. You're actually just a Trump hater. There's, well, there's, there's <laughs> yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of that. And 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 it's never been more clear. Uh, I, I mean, I'm even letting people know that voted for Biden. Uh, you know, it's okay. If you want to start wearing a shirt that says, I was anti-Trump, not, it's impossible to be pro-Biden. Uh, what did y'all tell me on the approval rating right now that there actually were people that think he's handling this? Thirty-eight percent. 
It's a low number. Still, still approved, yeah. It, it's a it's a low number versus sixty something on the other. Yeah, side. yeah. It, it's uh, it is. Uh, but but still, for the disaster this has been, that's that's high. I mean, that's somebody who's just going to say, "Yeah, I'm I'm supporting no, right. no matter what." Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it doesn't matter what the train wreck is. Yeah, this feels like that you would say there's a field over here. And you see those people standing over there, and you go, well, there's not many. You go, but yeah, but they think Biden's doing a great job with Afghanistan. You'd yeah. have to go over and talk to him, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you got to Now, let me dial in on this. Well, you, we need to end the war. Well, okay, a lot of people are for ending the, the war, quote unquote. But the way it was done, you think this was good? Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I Look, somebody somewhere, and I don't know if it was the president or the people advised him, boy, they missed it. They missed it bad on this. Well, and you've made this point over and over again. The, the only part that is not as clean on the, and I disagree with Trump on this too, is that, well, man, we just had to get out of there. Really? Did we? Uh, well, that's a whole other topic. That's another too. topic. Yep. But the way, but there's a lot of people even on the right that are saying, well, we, we had to leave there. I mean, did we? I mean, well, for, keep, 20, for keep 20 in mind, years. For the last few years, we've only had 2,500 troops in there. Right, and that's not a big and, number, and and that that kept and, and yeah, and most of them peace. were dealing with air cover, mm-hmm. and they let the Afghanis handle the ground stuff, and they gave mm-hmm. them air cover, and it kept everybody beat down pretty well. Yeah, I for mean, a, a minimal cost for us to have a outpost there at the embassy, which all embassies are nothing but a spy headquarters, and everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. We quit joking about that. The ones that are here and the ones we got everywhere. It's if just we, a spy headquarters. If we sucked our presence right now out of uh, out of uh, South Korea uh, and, and left that vacuum, I bet you see North Korea make a move. Well, you've already seen them make a move. Right. Uh, according to several published reports today, they've started enriching uranium again. Right. So... Uh, if you saw that disaster in Afghanistan, you really are not worried about the United States. No, you're right. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, it, how about this? Back over to what we're all in agreement on. The way we have left is just disastrous. Yes. I mean, uh, it, it, and it's so unnecessary. And I think that's the thing that makes people so, so sad. You know, people lose their lives uh, in, in, the, in, in battles. That's just sadly a, a, a part of it. But when you have people get killed like these 13 and you're like – Man, that was avoidable. That 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 was avoidable. That, that's that's thirteen people that probably didn't have to die. That that was avoidable. And you knew it was coming and, because and, they had and, to get out there and be. That's when you start getting frustrated. You take a beach, you know, and take a you know have to have to go and say, look, we're getting to this and we're going to lose some men getting it. We got to get it. You go, okay, yeah, we understand. And, and makes you respect those that are willing to do it. But when somebody like that, when people get killed, and you're like, well, this is just us being doofuses. This is this this was avoidable. Yeah. Uh, that one hurts. Well, we put American soldiers so they had to come face-to-face with the enemy. And when they're known for their suicide bombing, you're, you're just asking for it. Right. And your protection is the Taliban? Yes. And there's 38% of the people said, that's a great idea. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's 38% out to lunch, you know? Well, have you looked around? I know. That's, that's the scariest part to me. It's not the people that they have put in charge. It's us that keep putting them in charge. Yep. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio. Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy. But that's another story. 
35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. Thanks for being with us. CandidCO.com slash Bubba teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show. Glad they're here. Got some uh, got some teeth need to be straightened. Yeah. Look, we've been there. Uh, and you've been putting it off. And now you're like, really don't want to go do the standard go get metal braces and all that. Well, then go to CandidCO.com slash Bubba. I've got good news for you. Uh, these are invisible, uh, co- comfortable, and removable aligners. Uh, and uh, don't forget, don't, don't, don't forget that you need to use CandidCO.com slash Bubba. I'll tell you why. There's some poorly reviewed, insanely priced clear aligner companies that are out there like their competitors. But let me tell you something. They use General Dentist. And General Dentist, though they serve our, our service all well, uh, their expertise isn't tooth movement, uh, nor do they claim that. Uh, that's why when you get ready for something to do with moving teeth, they then send you to an orthodontist. That's their expertise. And so with CandidCO.com slash Bubba, they only use orthodontists. And the same orthodontist uh, is with you from the beginning of the plan till the end. You do this from your home, or if you want to you know, go uh, to a location, they can help you with that too. Uh, there's a, there may be a studio near you. Uh, so don't put this off. Go to CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba. That'll save you $75 on the starter kit. CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Rick, did you hear the CDC is working to uh, clear up language that they don't think is appropriate? Uh, You know, the CDC seems like it ought to be kind of busy right now. You would think so. Uh, Still dealing with worldwide pandemic uh, (laughs) variants. Uh, but Rick, they're they're taking time to be sure that all their literature is cleaned oh, up. Oh, good! Thank goodness for that. Uh, they want to pr- uh, they want to promote inclusive language. Oh, good! And promote health equity. Oh, thank you, Bob. Mm. Health mm. equity. Right in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few suggestions of this. Uh, the guide says there's multiple sections and suggestions for more inclusive language, mm-hmm. including a section dedicated to. Corrections and detentions. What does this they mean? suggest uh, replacing terms such as inmate, prisoner, convict, ex-convict, and criminal with terms such as people, persons, persons in pretrial or with charge, persons on parole or probation, people in immigration detention facilities. Wait, this is the <laughs> CDC? The CDC. Other sections in the guide uh, deal with disability, drug substance abuse, health care access, and access to services and resource, uh, homeless, uh, mental behavior, uh, non-U.S.-born persons, immigration status, and all of that. Um, let's see, they suggest replacement terms for con- common language typically used to refer to these groups. Um, and let's see, where is the, uh, where is that here on this? Um this is the CDC. Yeah, the CDC. <laughs> keep, keep asking that, the, please. The CDC is worried about this. They they they're trying to do away with de- dehumanizing language. Right. The CDC and, is? and they want to insist on person first language. Would you right. tell them what I'd like for the CDC to do for all of us in the middle of a pandemic is to quit politicizing so-called science and just shoot us straight on where we are involving the disease? 
Leave the language alone. Yeah, leave, leave the yeah. language alone. Yeah, I just think maybe you could you could handle all your inclusive communications during a downtime. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot going on. Uh, all yeah. I hear from we, them we is just the, end, it's we, the end of the world, and here we go yeah. again, acting like you got time for this. Yeah, we get woke later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see what they say? Uh, let's let's beat down some of these diseases right now. Instead of older adults, God. people who are at increased higher risk. Yeah, it's just it's just very Holy confusing. Moly. How about this? I can't breathe. I don't care what you call me. What, yeah. what does uh, it matter? Uh, but anyway, so perfect example. Just give me some kind of medication. The confusion and all this back, not that kind of stuff, but just the, bringing up the CDC reminds me of this. And we got and we've got a Fauci statement. We'll play two mm. video oh, two in there. Problematic. Right? It's problematic. So the big thing is children, children, children. Big fan of Ed Asner. Because, you know, if I want to sca- hey, if I, if I want to terrorize everybody, then I go back, hey, it's coming to get the children this time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hey, worse than ever. This variant, it's after the children. So the CDC puts out something. I sent this to you all over the weekend, that the hospitalization rates of children are going up, and they're saying it's very similar to the winter months and da-da-da-da-da, RSV, end of time. We're seeing rates that we generally see in winter months, so that is also contributing to the pediatric hospital bed crunch. That's the CDC. Now from the American Academy of Pediatrics, this is their statement. There's no evidence that the Delta variant is causing more severe disease than previous strains. Now now, now, now try to live in that world where the CDC says, hey, it's after the kids. And then the, the American Pediatric uh, Academy of Pediatrics says, we don't see that. So so how, what are we? What, this yeah. is what's so frustrating. What, right what, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that, just, that's back to you, Bubba. Last week you said you know you got two different, either doctors or or, or in this agency I guess that have credentials just the same that have two mm-hmm. different opinions. Right. Yeah, and you this. know it, it's it's like what are we supposed to do? You know, and I got the email today, the lady dogging us about oh, being anti-vaxxers, yeah. which we're not, by the way. No. And uh, that email was so dumb. I just said, "Look, yeah, you're it, forgiven." Yeah, it just my it, it was so dumb. My head was hurting. Who basically accused us of playing to the masses and being anti-vaxxers for for ratings and putting people at risk? Yeah, to oh die. yeah, people's yeah. health. Yeah, at risk. All right. And so, I'm like, if you really. If you took time to write that, and it's not a comedy bit, then then I've got nothing for you. Big zero. Also, over the weekend, I mean, if you don't take the vaccine, you don't care about people. You don't care about anything. You're less human. And, and especially if you're touting natural antibodies. Israeli study, natural immunity is 13 times stronger than the Pfizer COVID shot. 13 times. And we all know how, how the, the Israelis, they've never, you know, that, all they figured out is how to have irrigation and have beautiful green rolling hills in the middle of the desert. They don't know what they're doing. They're not very smart. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, they've been through all this, and they keep finding all kinds of things that they're like, oh, this is some of the things we're hearing over there in the, in, in, in the West. Um, we're, we're not seeing that here. And, look, let me be clear, because we have friends that are in Israel. Now they were pro vaccine. They were not anti. Matter of fact, you were you were going to get a vaccine if you were going to be. There. Oh, they're one mm-hmm. of the highest yeah. vaccinated countries percentage wise on the planet. So mm-hmm. the Israel has never been touting don't get the vaccine. Matter of fact, they're they're very much in in favor of the vaccine. But they did say, back to science. Oh, now that we're looking at it, it appears that the natural antibodies are thirteen times stronger than what Pfizer can give you. Now, the Moderna's not in this, or Johnson and Johnson. They're strictly talking about Pfizer. But again, it's an indication 
that what we kind of, I think, could figure out on our own that if you do have the antibodies, now you need to keep, you know, you need to have that checked and nothing wrong with getting the vaccine if you think that gives you even a better shot. But this thing of the natural antibodies, they're just inferior to the manufactured uh, antibody that we came up with the, with the mRNA technology. It's just not true. Well, now, Rick, now, now, uh, I mean, uh, Rick, to some degree, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. Because when we put that, you, you, the messenger RNA makes your muscle produce spike proteins. Yeah. Then your body attacks it with natural antibodies. Yeah. So it, it's somewhat the same. Yeah. And when you try to, it's, but, but here's the thing what I've seen just in my own life. I have seen, and you have to make general calls. I've seen people fully vaccinated, still get it, and have no problem with it whatsoever. I've seen people fully vaccinated get it, had didn't feel good, struggled, didn't end up in the hospital. I've seen people fully vaccinated get it and have a terrible time with it and end up in the hospital. Okay, again, that latter is the smallest category. Praise God for that. I have seen people with antibodies seem like they uh, they were pretty well protected. Seen some with antibodies who got it, didn't have a hard time with it. Seen some people with antibodies get it, felt really bad. Since people with antibodies get it, and I'm sure uh, they also had a hard time. Now, I hadn't seen a lot of that. Again, in both in both categories, right. the smallest category are people with the vaccine or antibodies who ended up in the hospital on event struggling. I know it happens, but it's not a very high percentage. But this thing that the natural antibodies are inferior to the vaccine, I don't see evidence of that at all. Well, there's a story out yeah. today, and I wasn't going to go into it. We're trying to give COVID a rest yeah. today, but... Um, Since Fauci's going to put your kid yeah. in a mask, we might want to. Mm. There's a story that's published, and it, and it basically said this um, this push that you're seeing now, this uh, the word that's out there, this is an epidemic of the unvaccinated. You've heard that term oh, used yeah. a lot. Well, of course, because that's, that's a good, scary term. Well, they're saying it's manufactured because some people went in and really dug back on the numbers on this. And they were using numbers all the way back to January. Right. Well, nobody was vaccinated in January. <laughs> right. Yeah. None yeah. of us were. All that came later. Right. So the numbers are terribly skewed if you look at it that way. I mean, if you're going to look at it now, you need to look at the recent numbers on it. Right. I mean, that doesn't make sense. And you want to have somebody too blocked, talk to them about vaccinated people still being able to transmit the virus, yeah. well, besides well, well, just unvaccinated. Well, Israel's saying they're about half and half. Yeah. People have been vaxxed and not. Here in the U.S., they're saying, oh, no, mm-hmm. it's 90%. But, again, I, you've got to look at how they're getting those numbers. And are, is there a political agenda behind telling you that? I, look, I'm not scared of the vaccine. I think it has solved a lot of problems and saved a lot of people. Uh, you're always wise to ask questions and consult with of your course. doctor. Don't don't listen to what a radio guy says. No, and don't listen to what some of these talking heads say. And you need to talk to your doctor about your situation and do what's best for you. And don't have foregone conclusions and then only look for the stuff that fits your narrative that you prefer. Right. You've been trained You're through right. social media to do that. Right. By the way, you have, and that's how it's feeding you with their own algorithms. We've talked that too. When we come back, Fauci says he believes mandating vaccines for children to appear in school is a good idea. We've done it for decades, so it wouldn't be anything new. And and he's right. Of course, experimental uh, is a little bit different. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, we'll be back. We'll take your phone calls, too, when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
the gravy, please. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, so uh, Fauci was asked the question about mandating your children uh, to get uh, one of the vaccines uh, that we have now for, for COVID. And he says, well, this is no big deal. We've been doing, we've been doing this for years. So here, here he is. I want to ask you about some local issues. Culver City Unified School District in California became the first public school district in the U.S. to require vaccinations, not only for teachers and staff, but also for eligible students who are 12 and over. Now that the vaccine has full approval from the FDA, the the Pfizer vaccine, would you like to see it mandated for students elsewhere in the U.S.? And once it's approved for kids under 12, should it be mandated for them, too? You know, I know that a lot of people will be pushing back against that. But if you get the imprimatur about the safety and the strong benefit risk ratio for the children, when that gets established, which I believe it certainly will, by the FDA and the ACIP, I believe that mandating vaccines for children to appear in school is a good idea. And remember, Jake, this is not something new. We have mandates in many places in schools, particularly public schools, that if, in fact, you want a child to come in, we've done this for decades and decades, requiring polio, measles, mumps, rubella, hepatitis. So this would not be something new. Yeah, actually, the vaccine is new. What, what I would say to Fauci right then, just to have fun, I understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. but he's he, just saying add it to the vaccines we already right. have. But here's what I would love to have done just then. I would have loved it. I would have said, hey, you know what? Thank you, Fauci. That reminds me. So really, having an open border with people pouring in that we don't know what vaccines they've had, probably not a good move for Americans. Right, exactly. Because the reason why we required these vaccines was to stop diseases uh, that uh, from coming into our country from other places. So do you think we need to do a better job of securing our southern border, not just for COVID, but from all these other things that we've developed vaccines for for years? Or are we going to end up having this stuff come back and all that's going to be a waste of time? Uh, Dr. Fauci, go. <laughs> Yeah, because you know he wasn't going to say he wouldn't say anything about that southern border if his life depended on it. And, and the other thing too, when you, when you look at mumps, measles, <clears throat> rubella, whooping cough, whatever you have stuff. here. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. joking. Well, that's a peanut M&M. M&M. <clears throat> that's that's real you, too. That's not a joke. Me yeah. saying peanut M and M. I'd like to know when you deal with those kind of things, what is the death rate they can cause kids? Right. Versus what COVID is. Correct, yeah, because the risk I mean, benefit, right? Especially, you, you got to look at that, guys. You got to. You look have at that. to. When yeah. Robert Malone says, "I'm not anti mRNA because I helped develop it, but I wouldn't give it to children under 12. It's not necessary." They don't seem to be struggling with it at that point, right? But and those numbers might change. Yeah. But at this point, I would just like to know what that is now. Asking a question doesn't make you anti-vax. Let me underline that. Apparently, again. it does. Well, that's the tribalism, and we're just not going to play that game. We're going. Well, I'm not going to be a zombie vaccine. No. Okay. No. That's no. that's that's what some of you are. You're I, just you're just a zombie when it comes to these topics. Here's the deal. I'm not going to either tribe. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I may have opinions that differ on the topic based yes. on what one tribe wants me to say. I, I'm actually going to think for myself, best I can, and educate myself. Best Look, I, can. I have no problem with the vax at this point. I let my wife do it. If I let her do it, that's like me getting it done. Right. I have no fear of that, and I will do it when I think it is the appropriate time. 
You talking about you you checking on your own health and working through it? Yeah, with with my own doctor, and I balance what he says with what I wow. believe too. How about that? <clears throat> yeah. Well, my goodness, well, and I make know, choices because it's crazy. I'm over eighteen. I get to do right. That. Yeah. 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 And, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Yeah, I pro- yeah. I'll probably push back on the mark of the beast. Some of y'all won't. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I've heard, say I'd vote no for that. I've heard this argument. Well, if everybody <laughs> and, and you know what, it's going to be really a small number that do that. If you look at it, right? I, I well, hear you this, can't eat it. It really finds out how much you really believe it. Yeah, well, this, we're, this we're, was actually said I, yesterday. I didn't think this was, but we're kind of headed that way. <laughs> yeah. If everybody would just get vaccinated, this would go away. No, apparently <clears> not. Well, Especially well, when you can't stop that. Well, you can't stop the variant. The, the vaccine didn't stop the variant. In in theory, that once you have a hundred percent vaccination, it, there will not be any around to to have variants. But as we've pointed out, and it has been pointed out, this is not like polio. This is mm-hmm. not like the mumps and all that, because animals can be a host to it. Mm-hmm. So unless you're going to vaccinate every mammal on the planet, there's always going to be a COVID virus out there bouncing around yeah i think we're going to get to the point where it's not as deadly as it is now i know that sounds weird when 99 percent of the people survive it i mean the number of people yes yeah. uh you know the uh it, I, I think you're going to see it be very flu-like in the future i'm not saying that now mm-hmm. save your email in the future i hope that it migrates and it variants itself to basically a flu kind of disease every year that we can manage but I don't think it. Uh, but the, the flu kills people every year too. It does. Thirty-five to sixty thousand somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, most of the time because of pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yeah. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. <clears throat> pneumonia gets people no matter what makes yeah. you get pneumonia. Uh, and so um, it's uh, it, it is it's something that we're going to have to work through as a society. And I think the vaccines and natural antibodies and the only thing that you that you are that you can be concerned about. And I've said this, and no one knows. The will will some of the treatment have some adverse effects on our natural immunity yeah. going forward that maybe the body will correct to or not. We mm-hmm. don't know that. And anybody that says that they know that, they don't. They also don't know the long-term effects of having COVID. We don't know those It's things. just like people tell you how long the earth's been here. We don't know. We have mm-hmm. speculation. We have ways we think we can check it. But you still have varying opinions on it. Yeah. It, it goes back to what I said before. I think trying to get to this point where you think, and I see people doing this, Guys, we're sitting here with a variant that it looks exactly the same this fall as it did last fall, except for the mortality rates down. Praise God for that. Uh, but and we're just we're not doing away with the things we did away with a year ago. We're 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 tailgating, we're concerts, we're going to ball games. So we already have made the decision that shutting all this down doesn't seem to do much. So we're not going to do that anymore. But and it then, may help us in the long run, even though it's painful right now. I know the ERs are full, the hospitals yeah, yeah, are full, right. uh, ICUs are full, but this is how we're going to get over it. Right. By having a natural immune. That's the only way we get out of it. You, vaccines, whatever. You have to have that natural immunity to it. Yeah. And shutting down doesn't work. And you've seen some Herd immunity. Yeah. You've seen uh, some countries that have tried shutting yeah. down. They've got, stopped doing it, too. we got to get to the tipping point one way or the other. New York and California are the only ones that haven't got the message yet. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.